My father passed away about a month and a half ago, and we had my all he wanted was for everyone to have a barbecue. My mom invites her dentist. He had told me to get Invisalign. See if he's got Working great home. on your own, Dad. He's like, he's like, well, we all know why we came here today. I was talking about my dental hygiene. So. <laughs> The best part was he didn't bring any condoms. You're, you're, you're in my fave five. five. Really? Yeah, I have yeah. a fave five. You're in it. You don't really have a fave five. I do five. have a fave five. I said it four and a half years ago and haven't changed it since. Uh, I was going to say, how little do you use your phone that I in made fact, your fave five? The girl in my fave five who turned out to be 16 while I was talking to her is now over 18. She's been in my fave five so long. Oh, my God. The amp. There we go. Oh, there we go. There we go. Love and Saves Radio Show <laughs> on the Toad Hop Network. 888-520-4374 is our telephone number. A jam-packed show. We've got Brett Ernst stopping by the studio. No, Joe, he is not stopping by. We booked him. We asked him to come here. But he's how do you not say it? Ernst. Ernst, yeah. Ernst. He's not spending the night, so I'm actually okay with the... F- Phraseology of stop by. stopping by. Yes, he's going to be stopping by the show. He's got his own Comedy Central presents special, so he is doing something right. And uh, we're going to have him on lots of tour. That's dates cool. To I'm give such you. a hater. Why? Such a hater. Anyone that Why? has a Comedy Central prevents presents special. I'm like, oh, hate that guy. Right. That I guy. love the idea of com- <laughs> you say Comedy Central prevents. I love that. Yeah, I love that's the idea. <laughs> well, that's <laughs> actually what my career is. Comedy Central prevents. <laughs> Should I'd we like start a Facebook fan page? Get Joey a comedy segment. No, because special? I don't do stand up. He doesn't have any material. That's why I'm the most hater. That's why I think I'm such he could a hater. if he really if he really put his mind to no, it. No, of course. And I just always say I'm going to do it, and I don't do it. I'm so stupid, why don't and you I do keep it? I get this awesome job offer that I turn down because I'm like maybe I should still try to do stand up, and then I still don't do it. So do it. Hmm. Pretty soon, God, apparently, apparently, at some point, I don't want to be... do it either. That's the thing. I want to have a special though. You but just want to have a special. Yeah. Do you want to have a special, or do you just want to feel special? No, I feel real special. Oh, that's good. Every day. It's probably that, that box sweet of whiskey husky over there. Yeah. Holy <laughs> yeah. balls. I'm drunk already, I think. Are you really? Oh, I didn't that whiskey. We, we did a shot right before the show, guys. I don't know if you saw it during the intro, but uh, we did a shot of whiskey that I knew how to be serious, because Frank had to open up the box with a crowbar. <laughs> it's pretty awesome. It had nails it in it. It did actually go down pretty smooth, though. I'll have to admit. It did. Oh, is that going to be a sound bite? Yes. <laughs> yes. You know, what, it you know will. what Jackie asked me before the show? She's like, Joe, do you think there's anything wrong with my watch because it doesn't have any glass in it? There's no glass on top. Yeah, there's probably something wrong with it. My guess is something wrong. Yeah. You think that's why it costs $20? Yes, Jackie. <laughs> that's exactly why. Well, I was why. just wondering. I don't know if it fell out or. You don't what? have any idea what your watch looked like before you got here. You just now noticed that no, I noticed maybe earlier, there was something off about it. In but the then story? I didn't want to ask anybody at work because I just I was in such a bitch mood all day at work. Because they'd probably make fun of you, as we're doing now. Oh, Glad you yeah, trusted I'd, me. I'd rip someone's face off, probably. Why were you in a bad mood today? I don't, it's, I don't know. I had to, like, move tables. I had to park in a compact space. <laughs> <laughs> and I totally wore the wrong shoes. Ew, but I did wear high heels, and I had to move, like, ten <laughs> tables. Oh, God. These kid arms, it's hard to move tables. You know, move tables. Yeah, because we had an event today, and I We're had to in the up. business of PR and moving tables. <laughs> <laughs> it was hard. Rogers and Cowan and table movers. 
right, 888-520-4374 yeah. is the telephone number. Email us. Us at HuffmanStapes.com is the email address. There's so much stuff to tell people now. There's so much social network. It just can't be a uh, I can't do it. It's its own substrata. I'm, I feel like I'm drowning in a pool full of likes yeah. and comments. <laughs> And followers. Unsubscribes, and I just, I need a break from it all. So, at HuffStapes is the Twitter account, and of course, follow ToadHop Network. We have 2,300 or so followers. ToadHop has less than that. There's no excuse. Help us out. Help out the team here. Help all these great shows continue to come to you, if you please. A bit of a live read for this, Scott. Okay. Now, it would be helping us out, and you would be showing your support for the show, but also, there are other funny shows on the ToadHop Network that you will maybe be inclined to listen to or they'll just catch you at the right moment and you can click on it because there are other good shows. So there is something in it for you to follow Toad Hop. That's all I'm saying. At Toad Hop Network, Facebook.com slash Toad Hop Network. As I said, Brett Ernst will join us. You're not funny coming up later on. 888-520-4374 or email them or tweet them. Some people have tweeted some pretty good ones. We'll get to the Twitter as well. Uh, You're not funny. These are just times in life where you find people who are doing things that are unfunny. Tell us about it. They can tell you cliched jokes. They can kick you in the shin and think it's hilarious. Whatever it is, you're not funny. There's archetypal, (laughs) archetypal you're not funny. The guy who. Right. Stuff like that. Guy who pretends to knock your coffees when you're carrying yeah, them in that's, for everybody. That from guy's not funny. Oh, that's not you're funny. not funny. You're not Sorry. funny. Sorry. I get yeah. really, really fired up during you're not funny. Probably during more than any other segment, even more than Death Scene or Money Show. It's one of my new favorite segments. Is you're not funny? Yeah, I love that. Yeah. Speaking of fired up, uh, on the way here, I, I yelled so loud. I don't know if this ever happened to you guys, but I screamed and yelled so loud that I gave myself a headache. That ever Ooh. happened to you? <laughs> Where you just yell so loud that you give your, like the blood all rushes to your head and you get a headache? It's like the Chevy Chase rant at the end of Christmas vacation. You're just went off for so long and so hard. My phone, my iPhone dropped so many calls. Oh, into I definitely screamed that loud over that, like, my phone. I screamed so loud. Like, the only option was scream that loud or throw it out the window. Just smash I've it the there. fucking I've bits. been there, done that. I gave myself a headache. That's how much I yelled. That's how much this phone fucking kills me. I just need to go back to, like, a Razor phone. I used to get the best service on my Motorola oh, Flip Razor phone. The just razor. bring me back to the days of the Razor. Go back to the T9. Okay, whatever boop, boop, boop. it is. T9. T9 was where you had to text by hitting, it was like ABC was one, like on the phone. No, but T9 was the program that would make a guess at what you were trying to write, so you could just skip through the The word. old school predicted text. Yeah, it was better, T9 or autocorrect now, (laughs) that we have now. Autocorrect is the fucking worst, so. I didn't mind T9. I I just, no, I guess apparently a stand up comic has used this joke since I used to tell it, but, uh,. Uh, I don't want to get accused of it. It wasn't Brett Ernst. So I don't want to get accused matter. of stealing it, it from him. But uh, yeah, you remember T9? It was like kind of gas. It would get words wrong, like home was game and stuff like that. It was like of yeah. and and is were like really. It was like no, it was of and if were super close. I knew that I was done with T9 because I woke up one morning. I had been drunk texting my ex, and I saw that I had told her that I wanted to kick her puppy. <laughs> oh. I was like T9, you screwed me for the last time. Oh, that's mean text. Didn't but I, I wasn't really saying that, Jackie. Please don't kick puppies. Yeah. You, I think Jackie missed it. She so. got it. No, is, there she got gla- it. is there any glass in my watch? Um, <laughs> is there any punch to that joke? I think I'm already drunk. Scott, I had, a, I had an unbelievable uh, story checks out the minigame I wanted to play, if we can. Does anyone want to play story checks out the minigame? I'm in. Call us. 888-520-4374 is our telephone number if you'd like to play story checks out the minigame. Let's do this. Now, I guess we should uh, explain a little bit. It's our first time playing 
the game on this show, right? You love explaining shit. We have two we not hours. Have to? I know. We have I don't know two goddamn hours. Just do it. Okay, we're gonna story. Do it. Go. Okay, story checks out the mini game. Here we go. <laughs> you might have some time to explain it now while we wait for <laughs> Nick to queue up the music. Take that you your time. Want. Story checks out the mini game. Send us your query. It's our new dictionary. No, that's not, not that one. one. Nope. That's the Herb Alpert. That. Uh, yep, that's not the one. That's word for that. We're going to do nope. that in a little bit, too. Yep. Mm-hmm. I'm excited for Herb that. That's going to be fun. On the, on the music folder. <laughs> <laughs> I just wanted to go. mention it here. This is the thing. While he looks that up, I wanted to mention something. Yeah. Uh, it is good to be back tonight at the Toad Hop Network because last week... Oh, yeah. I thought that we were never going to be invited back here again. for us. Why? Well, I knew, I knew, I first knew that there was trouble when I walked out of studio and we got a couple like, hey, yeah, good show, good show. And then the first like real eye contact anyone made with me was like, who's that Dom guy? Who's that Dominic guy? Who's that Dom guy? Uh, what did Dom oh, no, no, do it was, now? It was, what, is, what is that, uh, what, what does, does that do? Dominic what is do for you guys? How do you know him? It was like four or five of those questions in rapid fire yeah, succession. Yeah, and here's the best part. And I was Joe like, goes, oh, this can't be good. Yeah, and so Joe's response, of course, because he was thinking in his head, oh, this can't be good, was, oh, he's Scott's manager. <laughs> Scott, Huff, you know, Huff. Scott's this best guy. friend. This guy. <laughs> I, don't, I don't even have a manager. Yeah. So I, 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 just, I met Dom last week. <laughs> I'm pretty sure. You mean Dom, right? See that one guy over there? Yeah, I don't know if you noticed, but when we came out of the studio last week, there was a girl with like a nose ring and giant fake I think breasts. she ended up on camera. The girl that oh, was yeah. straddling the heater. <laughs> yeah. She kept telling me to do it, and I was like, no. I, she actually, I don't what's want funny you. is she made it sound like all of you were doing it. Oh, did she? When, yeah. when we came She's out? like, we were all straddling the heater out there. I was like, I don't want to straddle. Because I told her I was cold. And she goes, I'm just going to straddle the heater. So apparently so Dominic, like, on his way up here, had to stop. He couldn't make it three more blocks, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> he had to stop at the uh, West, West. Uh, what the hell is the name of this town? West Lake. West Lake. Yeah, the like Westlake Bowl or something? Bowling yep. Alley? Right. Bowling Lanes? No, what is the name of this town? Woodland Hills. Woodland it's, Hill. called, it's called Woodland Woodland, Hills no, it's Bowl. Called, it's called Westlake, I Whatever think. Whatever the hell it is. I don't know. He stopped now. there, and somehow, in the two minutes while he's taking a piss, he picks up a chick, and he, he <gasps> says to her, oh, I'm on my way up to the uh, Toad Hop Network Studios. You but this like, is where the matrix? glitch in the wear? Matrix comes in. Oh. Yeah. Because <laughs> he says, I'm going, I'm going to, the, to the Toad Hop Network. Have you ever heard of them? And uh, the and young lady said, have I ever heard of them? And unzipped her jacket, showing off her giant breasts. But also, she was wearing a Frank t-shirt. Like, not just a t-shirt that said Frank. It's called Frank Army, which is, uh, you know, his <laughs> fans. She was, like, a, a, a huge fan of his. Okay, I got confused Glitch because the they kept talking. I kept hearing her in Bowling Alley, and I thought she said she found the shirt at a bowling alley. Also, probably entirely possible. possible. Okay, because I I thought she was just a f- I, for some I thought she was a friend of Frank's. She was not a friend. Oh. She was a psychotic fan that my manager, Ooh. which by the way is putting in some work for you too. So just for anybody out there who's listening, it's also by proxy now. <laughs> yeah. yeah, exactly. <laughs> So anyway, he brought up the psycho fan. And then, so, not to talk so to we leave. Yeah, so we leave. Exactly. He brings this girl up there, and uh, apparently she was like a psycho Heidi and Frank fan. Hmm. So we leave. Everyone leaves. We all have our little post-show chat. We all you know lick our wounds, whatever, get ready to leave. And Joe's like, oh, I forgot the sign that I brought for Moxie, for that girl Moxie that you know, you'll have to listen to the last couple shows. But anyway, he had brought a sign. So we walk back in, and as we're walking up, the classic, we've, we're talking about you 100% right now and don't want you to know about it thing happens where like mm. five people try to change the conversation at the same time. Yeah, it went four different directions. Yeah, and everyone's just like trailing off. 
And no one well, yeah, yeah, we definitely got to restock the beer. Yeah, no question about it. Yeah, yeah for sure. Someone's going to be a restaurant. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Boy, no it's going to get cold in here this winter. <laughs> and we're just like, what the shit is oh, going on here? Everyone so was we, mad that she was here? I guess so. So we just owned it. What was she doing? Like asking for autographs? We owned it, and then I wrote Dom a very strongly worded letter. Oh, did you? Did oh, yeah. You? Yeah. I lit him up. Stern letter? <laughs> yep. Saying, lit him up. Saying what? Whatever, you're not my manager. <laughs> not my manager anymore, dude. No, it was, Ringing, you know, I thought we were going to be allowed back. It was a whole thing. They were all just talking, whoa, whoa, you know. Oh, awkward. Because they live here. You know, I, I live here, and she's a psycho, so it's kind of tough. And I don't know that Dom got laid out of it either. I don't know that out of the equation oh. he got the desired result either, it's where at the end you could kind of be like, listen, everyone took one for the team. You're all going to get stabbed later, but Dom got some pussy. Yeah, I don't that know. That would be worth it. I mean, that chick was, what, 50-something? Yeah, it was weird. She was a she had hands of a fifty year old and the face of a oh, fifty year old and the body of you know whatever. Completely easily a forty seven year old mm-hmm. body of a forty seven year old. So anyway, I'm huh. glad that we're back. Thanks for coming. I, I thought she was kind of hot at first. Yeah, you were talking about banging her on the way out. Was I? Yeah, no, I didn't think, you? Probably yeah, not. I think you were. I think I was talking about not banging her. <laughs> All right, story checks out the mini game, Joe. You wanted to play it? I think we finally have the. Uh, Here we go. Let's play yeah. it. All right, I have a friend who. Uh, who lives in New York City, and she she's a bit of a hippie, a bit of a wackadoo, as I like to call them. And uh, she's been going pretty regularly to the Occupy Wall Street demonstrations. And I asked her if she was going tomorrow, and she said she wasn't going to be able to make it. And she told me her reason why. Okay. And that reason why was not a shower. Is how the story is not a shower. I have to shave my legs. I can't be down at Occupy okay, Wall so, Street. Okay, so... Uh, uh, regular Occupy Wall Streeter can't make it tomorrow. Which of these makes the story check out as to why? Option A, she has circus class. Option B, she's getting her DNA tested as part of her egg donor program. Option C, she's selling one of her eggs. That's what I mean by that one. Okay. Option C, has to visit her dad once a month to make sure she gets her trust fund. Okay. Option D, has to have her face-to-face at the unemployment office to continue re- receiving benefits. All right. Just really quick. How does the again. story check If you out. guys want to call in, 888-520-4374. 888-520-HUFF-SHOW for Story Checks Out the Minigame. How does the story check out that a girl that Joe knows was not showing up for Occupy Wall Street because she needed to, Joe? Go to circus class. Okay. Get her DNA test as part of the uh, her selling one of her eggs. Okay. Get a lot of money for that. Has to visit her dad to make sure she gets a trust fund every month or has to have her face-to-face at the unemployment office to continue receiving benefits. Which of those makes the story check out? Jackie, maybe your spread in Playboy should be pictures of you donating eggs. <laughs> wow, that would be... You always have the fucking player. scheme. You always have the oh, scheme God. how to make money. You can make a lot of cash for that. I would never do that. You would never do what? Sell my eggs. Why not? Those are my babies. Back off. All right. That's really back invasive. Up, back off. They're all like just jumping in your womb to get them. Back off my babies. No. <laughs> I'm grabbing them, doctors. Huh? Uh, that's right. a really yes, invasive story. No, this is surgery. highly desirable DNA. <laughs> I think it's DNA. DNA. All right. <laughs> Um, I'm going to go with C, that she needs to visit her dad to get she her trust visit fund. visit her dad to get her trust fund. So she is the 1%. Yes. Is how that story would check out. Yeah. Okay? Yeah. Going yeah, with yeah, it. Yeah. But I think the story would actually check out in the most way if it were D, which is that she needed to have her face-to-face at the unemployment office. <laughs> right. So she's sucking off the teat, and at the same time... That would truly be, yes, I would agree yeah. with you. That, that would be the most story the checks out. The maximum amount of story what checking out. What does Nicholas out. have to say? Nick, do you want to weigh in on this, buddy? 
I think Nick's got a lot going on over there. Don't worry about Nick. He's got a lot Nick happening. says B. Nick okay. says she, he's, she's getting her DNA tested as part of her egg donor program. Who wins? Who wins? How does the story check out, Jeff? No one wins. Oh, come on. You it's can't. because she has circus class tomorrow. Is that at my the friend, clown college? My friend is learning to do various circus stunts like silks and trapeze and... Tightrope so how does she do that without C being true about her actually going to her dad for trust fund money? <laughs> Who can afford to do circus yeah, class? I think I should be right. I think I should be right. It's not the story. Well, by the way, yeah, we did have one guess on Twitter. At Hubstapes, Ian to the great said, D, benefits, scab. Scab. <laughs> not, not, not Now, I will say, uh, another one of these things is true about her. I won't say which one. Another one of these things is true about her. You can't say that. You have to sell it. I shouldn't have said that. What the hell? Whatever. No one's going to know who it is. The egg donor program. Unless I see her at tightrope class. Unless <laughs> <laughs> I catch her in midair. <laughs> true, but just that's, not why she, that's not why she's missing tomorrow. Unemployment may be true also now that I think about it. But the reason why she's missing tomorrow yes, is because of circus class. Huh. And the other thing that was true was that she... Trust funds. Hates the trust fund. No, the trust fund oh, is not. Okay. It's oh, the only part that is com- I think is completely made up. She may or may not be on unemployment. I'm not sure. If you have any story checks out the huh. mini games, you can email them us at huffandstapes.com. I like the song. Now we've got too much of the song. <laughs> 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 I, I can't find the song now. I'm just going to like, guys, the seriously, there's like seven seconds left. Just <laughs> fucking work it out. <laughs> Still to come on the show, Brett Ernst will uh, join us. We're going to take a quick break in a second here. Brett Ernst, you're not funny. Get in your you're not funnies. Us at huffandstapes.com. Jackie will do the news. I think we're going to do there should be a word for that, which was kind of tipped yeah. by the bumper playing from... Uh, you don't have to play the bumper right now. Don't worry. No. Don't worry. Don't oh, rush. Oh, but he's already... Not going to do it right now. We don't oh. have time. Yeah, we do. No, 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 no. Fire him oh, off. Take the break. Bad. We're not going to get to it. It's the all-time pushed segment we've ever done. We're going to get to it. I promise we're going to get to it. Back in our old studio, I feel like, I feel like I, my iPhone for 14 weeks once. <laughs> I feel like the iPhone and, and, and me being pissed off in the car got short shrift because we had all that disaster happen with the sound effects over there. But oh. every, Everybody <laughs> has that with their iPhone. Yeah, well, here's the thing, though. My mom has a nicer phone than me now, which is weird because she was using the Motorola flip phone Forever, she got so the phone. That she jokes. was using. She was Jobs. <laughs> What's his name? I always screw that Steve up. Steve Jobs. You really thought his name was Steve Jobs for the longest time <laughs> for like not ten years? Steve not Jobs. right now. No, he just rolled Jobs. over. In I, his said Apple jo- grave. I said Jobs for like ten years, and all of a sudden, like he became like a guy that people knew who he was, and it was Jobs. And I've because you really knew him adapted. before he was big. Yeah, I mean, know him, but like I knew of him probably. Long before, like long before that iPod came out. Yeah, I knew him as soon as that Noah Wiley movie came out about him on TNT. Yeah, there you Noah go. Noah Wiley exactly. is Jobs, and, that, and, and that's when I thought it was Jobs. And who was uh, who was Bill Gates I wasn't in that allowed one? To watch TNT. <laughs> who was Bill Gates in that one? Uh, like, Anthony Michael Hall. Yeah, I think it was Anthony Michael Hall. Yeah, as Bill Gates, mm. and then uh, Noah Wiley as Jobs, and they do look they do look alike. But my mom got the uh, the 4s now, so she was all excited. Except the thing is, my mom couldn't see anything on her old phone. Like I don't understand how she's going to be able to use apps or tap saying, the screen. You're saying your mom needs a jitterbug? She needs she needs the magnify app. She so needs she'll be able this, to see the, the giant screen. flip jitterbug phone where the numbers are like the size yeah. of your entire thumb. She does. I feel yeah. like I feel like I feel like she's not going to get it. But now she has Siri. Wait, she has Siri, right? Yeah. So maybe Siri can tell her. She can say, "Hey Siri, what's on my phone?" And it'll tell her. You have the following apps. Hmm. I want to play with that thing so bad. I played with it with my sister, and my sister kept saying, "You're a fucking bitch." Like just to see what, what she would, would say. Siri say yeah. She'd be like, 
I'm really sorry you feel that way. <laughs> yeah, that's the first thing she that people have, do like, is swear. Right. Yeah. She has like the best I had a friend that responses. used to berate movie phone. My friend Nick <laughs> used to berate movie phone via IM. That's funny. And it would just crack me up because it'd be like, that's not necessary. Yeah. <laughs> the first thing people do is try to fuck it. The second thing they try to do is swear at yeah, it. Exactly. I think, like, I think my sister... Give, give me head. And Wait, can you like, get it I don't Siri? understand. Will Siri get it on I don't you? know. My sister said, Siri, you're ugly. And she said, I tried to be satisfied with what I have. She's <laughs> <laughs> so level-headed. I wonder, yeah, you know, she's totally I wonder if there's herself. something that you can really say to get Siri upset. Like her one hot button issue. Like if you're like, hey, I'm pro-choice and she just freaks out. <laughs> she freaks out. It shows you awesome. pictures of dead babies. <laughs> I wonder if Siri can bring my father back to life. <laughs> oh my god, what? Siri, Siri, Can just laugh? <laughs> oh Siri. my god, I'm not laughing. Laugh. Bring, I'm crafting right now. Siri, can you bring my dad back? I wonder what it would say. Siri, can you bring my dad back? Well, can, you just imagine, can you imagine me as like a giant, like right? Picture me as I am right now, but as like a 10 year old under the Christmas tree with Siri. <laughs> everyone, really clicks, sad. everyone get, I get, everyone opens the presents. Everyone's having fun. We're all playing with it. I'm like, Siri, you're a stupid jackass. And it's like, I love you anyway, or whatever. And then everyone leaves like later on at night. Santa's Oreos are all eaten. The milk's all gone. And I'm just under the tree with the Siri going, Siri, can you bring my dad back? That's so sad. Yeah. Isn't it though? Can we go to break now? I'm sad. We sure can. Triple eight five two zero four three seven four. If you have an iPhone 4S, tell me what happens when you ask it if it can bring Tom Huff back to life. Triple eight five two zero four three seven four. Us at HuffingtonPost.com is the email address. Crafts is the Twitter account. Coming up, Brett Ernst and You're Not Funny. We may have just had a qualifier. We're back after this with Brett Ernst. He has his own Comedy Central special, and you can find him all over America doing stand-up. We'll have him right after the break on the Huff and Stapes radio show. Saves Radio Show on the Toad Hop Network. 888-520-4374 is our telephone number. 888-520-4374. Us at HuffinStapes.com is the email address. Joining us right now in the studio. You can see him at the Punchline Comedy Club in San Francisco starting tomorrow night, November the 15th through Saturday the 19th. BrettErnst.com is his website. Brett Ernst, a former co-worker of mine. Do you remember my face? Uh, yeah, man. Is this the most unbelievable <laughs> thing in the world? Because everyone says Scott's got the kind of face you want to punch. Did you feel that way about him back then? Now I do, but not, not, not then. Okay. <laughs> this is a pretty unbelievable confluence of events. The uh, Like a month and a half, no, maybe like three months ago, Brett, you were doing uh, that Playboy comedy show thing. That's right. And I walk in, it's like the headliner night is this guy, Brett Ernst. Then off the bat, I didn't remember the name right away. And I walk in, and your face is like plastered all over the plasma screens down there. And I'm like, holy shit, I know that guy from somewhere. 
And then I realized that when I was 16 years old and working at a place called Conference Call USA. That's right. I'm pretty sure you got fired for like doing stand-up. No, all I didn't, the I didn't in the office. If you remember, our, uh, uh, what was her name? Our boss, uh, the chick, she, she went to the bathroom and she stunk up the whole bathroom. <laughs> and I just... <laughs> Are you sure? Because Scott does that now in his coworkers. We, uh, it's. uh, I just was making fun of it, and uh, she got all upset and cried, and then that was it. She cried. Yeah, that's all. She she fired her because she wanted to prove. Well, there was other things too. Like, (laughs) (laughs) I forgot we could curse. Yeah, you curse. No FCC violations. Uh, That's great. Yeah, man. I know. Isn't that crazy? It's it's insane because I do remember honestly. I remember you always used to do. You used to do bits, like in the cubes. You would do bits, though. Remember, you had something about girl, all girls having a Ricky Lake friend. <laughs> girls, like, that was like your bit. You were like running bits. It wasn't, all the time. It wasn't a bit. I mean, that, that's the difference. It's like uh, uh, I don't know. It's like all my jokes come from everyday conversation. So, like, I, I don't even remember that one, though. I never. Well, it was a hundred <laughs> years ago. It was like easily fifteen years ago. It was my first job ever in high school. Well, how old was and Brett we, at the time? Were you guys I don't both know, teenagers? Were you? At the I time was, when you were working there. I was twenty. Twenty. Twenty-one. Something, something like that. Were you, yeah, are you yeah. a South Florida native? Is that no? I, no. Well, I was. Well, I mean, just every from South the, Florida natives from New Jersey or right? New York. <laughs> right. <laughs> but yeah, I grew up in Jersey and then moved to Fort Lauderdale Plantation for uh, high school. So why were you working at the conference call place? Were you doing stand-up at the time? Or yeah, no? I was doing stand-up at the time. Plantation, tell us about your farming career. <laughs> uh, yeah, just the other way around if you've ever been down there. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's, uh, uh, it was, uh, uh, Plantation's interesting. It was a good place, man. Good place to grow up. South Florida in general. Have you, have you ever been down there? I went for Scott's wedding, actually. As a, it's, other than Orlando, it's the only place I've ever been to. It's, it's the weird, it's like, if you were to take, um... Have you, uh, did it's you like, see the documentary it, no, on like, the U? It's like hot New Jersey, right? It's well, it's it's a mix of things. Like, did you see the documentary on the University of Miami? No, on the thirty for thirty. Did you see Cocaine Cowboys? Yes. Okay, he did not. Take me. Cocaine Cowboys, <laughs> the documentary of the on the University of Miami, and then sprinkle in Jersey Shore, and that's South Florida. <laughs> that's that's, South that's the best way to describe. Throw in some rednecks too, because yeah, somehow yeah. they pop in down there. <laughs> they pop in and they beat the votes for gambling every single time. That's what happens. Like they're ready to have full gambling in turn. Uh, everybody South walks out into walks Vegas, out of church just, and comes and fucks and with everybody. Yeah, exactly. South Florida is. It's a weird area, man. It's 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 like New York, New Jersey, Chicago, rednecks, then Haitians, <laughs> Jamaicans, <laughs> Cubans, <laughs> Colombians. It's a true melting pot. And then old school brothers, <laughs> brothers that were there from day one. <laughs> and 100% humidity all the time. And no gun laws. Oh, that's good. <laughs> oh, that's yeah, awesome. You can carry yeah, that. Oh, don't forget old. gators. Oh, there's some alligators, yeah. yeah. Is really there alligator. is, actually. Yeah. They, they come up. Don't walk your dog al- around the lake. They'll just they come just, up and snatch <laughs> it? Yep. Oh, that's so what, so they, they love Yorkies. Oh, sweet. They're specifically yeah. after the Yorkies. <laughs> yeah, My neighbor has one. I should take it down there. They have a frosty, minty flavor. Those Yorkies. So, Brett, for you, so basically you've been at this a really long time. You have a Comedy Central Presents special now that came out a couple months back. But you've yeah. been, so, I mean, if you've been doing this since you were 20 years old, you've been kind of at the, the stand-up game for a long time. Oh, yeah. Way, way long time, man. I've been doing it 14 years. Wow. Were you doing stand-up when you were working at Telecom USA? Yeah, I think so. I think so, yeah. I'm trying hey, to was doing it in the office. So you started in, in Fort Lauderdale Plantation. <laughs> yeah, I started actually in Miami. I started in Miami, and then... Uh, uh, Dude, I was older then. I was 23 then, I think, or 24. Maybe. I was like a manager at 16 at that place, and everyone fucking hated me because I was yeah, like, like this is <laughs> I was like, were you just making fun of the boss's shit? Yeah, you, you're you, you're you, such a responsible loser. <laughs> yeah. What a dork. 
Yeah, you are. You're like my boss at 16. Yeah. <laughs> that was me. And now I'm hosting a fucking podcast that's and you a, have a, a Comedy Central special. That, that's, so that, that, that says, a lot, that says yeah. a lot for me. Yeah. My boss is 16 years old. <laughs> Fuck, Fuck, man. You have a great bit, though, where uh, on your Comedy Central Presents special where you were talking about working at the Cheesecake Factory, yeah, too, that, which I feel like everyone in South Florida works at the Cheesecake Factory. Well, I worked at Cheesecake here. I worked at the Rainforest Cafe there. Oh, really? But they the wouldn't let me do the Cheesecake Factory bit. I had to do the Rainforest bit. You worked at Benegas in Chicago. Chicago's and TGI Fridays in San Francisco. <laughs> Wait, why weren't you allowed to do the? Uh, I don't know. They, they, well, I wasn't allowed. I think they cut it out. They made something. you call it the shit cake factory, or that's what you. That was that's your workaround. That's what I said. That's they what I said. But that was, I didn't do that one on Comedy Central, did I? I don't know. I've, I saw it around. Whatever yeah, it was, I've no, seen that, this one. They, it was a it televised was, bit. The Rainforest Cafe is the one I worked in in Florida. That 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 sucked ass. Fucking grown man with a degree. A safari outfit. <laughs> <laughs> you were in a safari outfit? Yeah, it's horrible, man. I give you like a fanny pack and a name tag with a frog on it. It's just embarrassing. <laughs> a butterfly catcher. <laughs> it, it was horrible, man. I had a rainforest greet. You had to greet the tables. Hey, did you have to I'll be your tour guide? Like, oh, really? Did you say you were your uh, tour yeah, guide? Yeah, I do do that. Uh, it's really and then they, like, Don't you have to be quiet at one point while the giant tree talks or something? Yeah, I'm saying they had like, <laughs> the gorillas. They had fucking moving. mechanical yeah. gorillas yeah. and shit. And that the best is, the shit out of me. Well, when kids, when parents would come in and be like, "You got crayons for my kids?" It's like, really? That's what he. There's the not fucking enough. alligators <laughs> swimming around. <laughs> Let him watch that. Like, <laughs> you have to draw on the tables too. <laughs> fucking tree is about to come alive. <laughs> I got I to entertain your kid with crayons. <laughs> Smack your kid in the face. So, which uh, franchises haven't you worked at, worked at in your uh, comedy career? Uh, I've done every shitty job, man. Really, pretty much, man. Uh, I, I, I'll tell you the hardest thing. I landscaped my way out here. Believe that one. Really? Yeah. yeah. Landscaping in Florida sucks ass. Six a.m. It's humid to six, and I only make like hundred twenty bucks. Then go to work at night. You know, take to busting takes take. Fucking, it's been a been a rough road, man. Yeah, how I was a security and, guard. And, and he's white. You were a security <laughs> guard? I'm Italian. We were the first. <laughs> Don't forget that. He's we, dom- we dominated landscaping on the East Coast. It was actually like my cousin Sal's business. But anyways, yeah, and then I was a security was. Story guard. checks out. <laughs> then I was a security guard that, that in Coral Springs. What kind of security guard were you? And I don't mean protecting I mean, old people, right? Well, I just—I was a guy in the booth. Were like, you cool though, or were you like it, fucking look, hard ass? Did if, you have a mustache? If you look like somebody <laughs> I know, I'm letting you in. No, I didn't have a mustache. I used to, I, no, a true story. I would be in the booth, in the security booth, and I'd be there eight hours, right? But I'd be by myself. And I would fall asleep. I'd, I'd have to jerk off to stay awake. That sounds crazy. Here's the best part. Uh, uh, see, I'm not working a bit. This really happened. I, I would have to shut, I'd shut the security camera off, right? So, like, and I'd rub one out to try and stay awake. I don't like that you made eye contact with me when you said that. <laughs> I'm sorry, <laughs> And then I put yeah, the light back Joe. on, right? Like, I put the, 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 the camera back on. Well, one time I left it off, and my boss is like, why is the security camera off? Why'd you t- turn it off? <laughs> and I'm like, all right, look, man, uh, I, I jerk off sometimes to stay awake. <laughs> Without breaking stride, he's like, that's all right, man. Just make sure you put the camera back on. <laughs> then he tried to say, he's like, that's there for your safety. I'm like, it's no, first of all, the, the camera isn't preventing anything. It's just, it's only, well, it's preventing jerking off. <laughs> no, it didn't stop that. Nothing stops that. 
No, it doesn't prevent anything. Like, in other words, if somebody runs in... It's a record of you being murdered, exactly. not a prevention That's the shit murdered. you're going to see on fucking Spike. <laughs> right. Yeah, that's what they're going to show over check, and over again. Check out this guy breaking into an old folk home. Yes, this security guard wasn't so lucky. <laughs> Watch his security guard as he's rubbing one out get attacked <laughs> by a pack of wild teenagers. We got him on tape. Yeah, that doesn't I think, prevent shit. I think what's awesome about that story is not that the boss was okay with it, but somehow Brett knew... The boss would be okay with it. He's like, this guy seems like the kind of guy would be okay with me jerking off. Yeah. I'm just going to tell the truth. I'm going to level with you, buddy. Well, as a dude, you know, you don't fucking, you understand things. I don't think I would have been able to be honest. Yeah, but really, I would have, you didn't, oh, I obviously was. I don't really care. I never cared. Every guy does. No, no, it's not about that. I have no problem admitting the masturbation. In fact, it's one of the things Clout says I'm very influential on. Yeah. However, <laughs> just at a job, that's just, yeah. Well, obviously, you made fun of our boss for, for shitting. Tells the other, you're a straight shooter. I guess that's your thing, right? You just like come out and say whatever's on your mind. Well, is that always was, kind of well, he, he was asking? You? He was asking questions. Why is it off? Like in other words, am I ste- what am I doing? Oh, you were like, He's, I'd rather like, you know I'm jerking off than stealing. Man, I'm rubbing one out. <laughs> <laughs> so I was stealing. I didn't so, want it to go that way. You, no. you mentioned like all these bad jobs you had, and hopefully you are at this point now. When did you make the uh, transition to full time comedy, supporting yourself at, uh, with creative endeavors? Two thousand four. At what age? That's probably more pertinent to to Joe figuring out. So at thirty-one, path. yeah, exactly. Yeah. You have a year left. Just, you have a year left. Just quietly, just well, I did the Vince Vaughn. I did the Vince Vaughn tour. I was thirty-three then, but I, so thirty-one, at thirty-one to thirty-two. I was about seven, eight years in. I got a, I well, not just for. I got. I had two network deals in a row. I had one with ABC and one with Warner Brothers Network at the time, the WB. Yeah. So I was able to do that, and then just as we were putting the shows together and the pilots, which obviously never went. Um, but I was able to live off of that money. You made pilots. Well, we, we wrote pilots. You wrote pilots. They bought okay. the, they bought the script. They didn't order the, the, the it. shoot it. But I had a pilot last year, but uh, it didn't get picked up. It was well, for Fox. Did you have like that aha moment where you just decided you were moving out to L.A. that you were getting the fuck out of Plantation or or whatever? Well, I, I was there? going back to New York and uh, South. Florida, well, Florida has a really good stand up scene, man. It did at the time. It still, does, does it? It always feels like improv. It's got a big improv does scene it really? too. Orlando, Dude, tons of improv people. All I know is South Florida Hedberg, comedy was like Hedberg, Tosh, um, there, Chubes. There, there's been a bunch of guys that worked that market. I mean, you know, uh, that there's a lot of great one nighters, uh, B rooms there. You know, at the time, the, the improvs didn't control everything, which they do now, which is even make steps it up a level. But there was a lot of individually, privately owned clubs. It's a great, great. Great state to work out, man, to, to like get your chops going, you know. But uh, uh, the aha moment was, you know, I always wanted to go. Uh, three years I was doing stand-up, and then I moved to L.A. I was in New York first, but shit didn't work out there. I was selling stuff out of my trunk on the turnpike. It's another job I had. Really? Selling refurbished items. Refurbished? <laughs> <laughs> I was selling P-Touch label makers, fucking amplifiers, <laughs> shitty speakers, whatever I got my hands on. While doing stand-up? Everything no, was well, stand up. Yeah. <laughs> and then I, I got—I was a substitute teacher for a while, and then they hired me full time, and then I quit because uh, I was getting comfortable, you know. In the job like, or doing stand up? In the job, I was making good money, and um, it wasn't about the money. It's like you know, oh, I'm starting to go. See? I can go this way, but then you have to—you have to stay focused. I mean, look, it's what you want in life, man. That's happened to me several times. Re- yeah, that's—that's yeah. that's what happens, man. Why? Uh, why, uh, I'm a guy who moved out here to be like a comedy writer, and then ma- like I never really had a desire to stand up, but I think that I would have a knack for it, and I always say I'm going to do it and be good for me, whatever. And then I'll start doing pretty well. Like I'm on TV now, not doing comedy necessarily. I do poker commentary, which I'm like, 
cool, I'm on TV, but it's not really what I want to do, but I'm really comfortable in it. I, I make well, So you got to ask yourself this question. Are you, did you just come out here to be a personality? No, I came out here. I didn't even want to be in front of the camera. I just wanted to write comedy was what was originally why I came here. So what's stopping you? Being semi-successful at other things. Huh? Being being comfortable and semi-successful at other things. But the point is, is that if you want to be a comedy writer, then you just write comedy, man. You should should be punching out scripts left and right. No, no thanks, man. I don't drink. It was for me. (laughs) (laughs) You won't even even pass a drink down. (laughs) Thank you. If you're you're listening to the podcast, it sounds like, uh, you know, Brett's giving me great advice and I just tried to... Shut no, you know what? I mean? <laughs> no, I'm serious, man. I mean, you know, if that's what you want to do, do it. I mean, it's not gonna. I, uh, I, I can't. You I can't can see why he was a great here. substitute teacher. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> yeah, I used to career counselor. I was like it's Edward James like, Holmes. Give you a hand <laughs> <laughs> I was stand to deliver in South Florida. I, I was like a half-assed uh, Edward James Holmes. <laughs> I, would, I would motivate you, and then I'd just be like, "Don't worry about homework. You guys don't have to do that." Never if mind. I was a Latino boy right now, I'd be reciting my times tables like that, <laughs> like immediately. Be so on fire. I'd be telling you the circumference of the shot glass. But uh, yeah, man, you shouldn't stop, dude. Just fucking write. Who cares? Now, if I wanted to go the uh, the stand-up route. Yeah, and there are a lot of people out there who listen to this show who want to be stand-up comedians, and it's like day one. You're like, I think I want to do stand-up comedy. What What do you tell someone to do? What is the What is the process? Uh, first, go to open mics, and then uh, but, okay, let's even talk about writing first. Okay, what do you do? You write? For- I write on stage. I don't have anything right now. Really? Nothing on paper. Wow. Really? You're yeah. like the Lil Wayne. Of stand-up comics, a lot of comics. <laughs> no, a lot of comics do it. You that go way. up there. Really? Do, you, do you ask for a suggestion? Yeah. You start vamping. You're like, I no, like no, no. Your I know, shirt. I, uh, in my mind, I know where I want to go. And so you have I topics. Just, yeah, I have topics. Well, uh, you know, I'll think of a bit or something that I want to work on, and then uh, I'll just go up and talk it out, and then then I'll just remember what what parts hit. Jesus, that's terrifying to yeah, me. Yeah, I, sure I have is. a very I, my my style is very conversational. I mean, there's a lot of comics that write on stage, and then there's comics that sit at their desk and write. Like if you were doing a spectrum of comics, yeah, right, of like styles. Doing uh, George Carlin is probably, in my, I mean, again, my opinion, the ultimate writer because he just everything was about the words. He was such a wordsmith. Yeah, that's kind of that I would more liken myself to that. But and then the other, the, the other end would be Pryor, who's the ultimate performer. You know, just a guy that I'm not saying he didn't write and he wasn't brilliant, but it was just Pryor was Pryor. And then everybody falls in between on that scale. If you're a guy that you're more like a writer, which you already uh, identified yourself as. Yeah. Then. Uh, uh, then you know that that you would probably write it out and then worry about the punchline and the delivery and all that other stuff. There's guys that write jokes about life and there's guys that make life funny. Does that oh, make any sense? That's awesome. It does actually. Yeah. So I mean, but it, you know, if you're if you want to write it down, every process is different. But that's why it's stand up, man. It's to me, it's it's you know, it's everything. It's it's everything. You love it. Do you want to act? Do you want to be on a sitcom, or would you rather um, yeah, play stadiums and tour the country? Um, you know, it's funny. I I don't even know. What I, I just love being, I mean, you do both. I mean, you really need the TV and, and, I mean, I'm, I'm not saying I'm a way better stand-up than I am an actor, but I'm a good actor. I mean, I've done a couple episodes of Weeds. I've been on a few things, you know? And, uh, uh, it's, it's, but stand-up is just, it's a whole different thing. Yeah. You know, it's just, it's, it's awesome just to be up there and, and just, you know. I've done it before, I just not, uh, in a very, I, I did it twice total in my life, like eight years ago. So it doesn't really count anymore. No, nah, and, and plus, you know, in order to get good, man. Oh no, of course. It's yeah, like si- they, they say the milestones are six, eleven, and fifteen. Six years, eleven years, and fifteen, give or take one or two. Really? Wow. That's and, a long time. I know. <laughs> I know it is. But you know, it's 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 one of those things. And I'm I, I I started off one, two times a week if I was lucky. 
Now I get two to three times a night, five nights a week. Really, you're on stage two to three times a night. Wow. Yeah, and, and when I'm in town, I, I, I try and work as much as possible. You know, from it. the outside looking in, the world is also kind of intimidating. Like, it's presented as very cutthroat and sort of documentaries about comedy and stuff. You see that, that comedians don't really like each other. That's how it's presented. Do you feel that's the same way? Was it like, was there barriers of entry in terms of the personalities you had to be around, or did you even give a fuck? You know, there's some dudes that talk out of both sides of their mouth, you know, but most of the guys I hang with are pretty cool, man. I, 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 I think there's, I have my own formula for cool stand ups. And then if, if you either got pussy, got in fights, or played sports before you got in comedy, you usually can hang. You're not a dick. <laughs> <laughs> if you didn't get any of those three, then you're usually a... Uh, what were those again? Because I know I definitely didn't get pussy. <laughs> well, did you play, if you played sports or, or been in a fight... Uh, does bowling count? <laughs> does getting beat up count? I did get... I <laughs> bowled, never, got beat up. I never got beat up in high school is the thing. I, we, we had like a... It was like a prison yard thing. Like my first week at school, some kid attacked me and I, I just completely threw him on the floor and no one really fucking... People fucked me, but I never got attacked after that. It wasn't just high so school. So you've had one job, fight your whole yeah. life? <laughs> no, no, no. Since high, in high school, I had one fight. And then after that? I mean, I've had this shit kicked out of me plenty of times. That's yeah. good. It's a good thing. Yeah. I don't okay. trust any dude that's never been punched in the face, man. I've been sucker punched. I in always face. say that that's when the worst. Yeah. <laughs> Isn't that the worst? It's just, just, just getting clapped out of nowhere. Out of nowhere. Yeah. I always say oh that when you're on the ground getting kicked, it's like you have an out of body experience and you just sort of see yourself on the ground and you kind of laugh at the guy on the ground getting kicked. And then, <laughs> and you then realize, you're like, oh shit, that's me. Yeah, then you <laughs> that's exactly it. No, um, uh, let me ask you this. Do you, do you look at people and like size them up and be like, I, I think I could do this, I think I could do that? Um, yeah, but most of the time it's saying I, that guy would absolutely destroy me. I meant in general. Cause I mean I, in life. Like, if you're watching a stand-up on stage or watching a boxing match, are you, like, going... Oh, this is what I'm I saying. I do I'm, that. I'm such I a... And this is what I, this, what I was saying before you even got here was that I'm a hater when it comes to comedians. It's not that I can't recognize that they're funny. Like, they're absolute geniuses out there. And guys, I'm like, wow, I'm, like, so in awe of you. But I am, like, I do get really jealous. A guy like Louis C.K., who is, like awesome and everyone in the world loves him i see a lot of him I'm like man this is so similar to what i would do and i can't really say that wow i would be that good because obviously he's like the, the see, top of the he, industry he, he, here's the here's the mirage but i get mad because i'm like ah that's my that's my voice here's the mirage though is uh when somebody does something on stage and you're like well i i i thought of that it's not the same thing because that's what makes it a great joke like you know, if you do if you tell a joke that you think you know or you thought of or you you're the best are ones that everybody does but they never realize they did, or you know you bring something up like I, like I have something so simple I talk about I, like you ever have that one friend in middle school that looked like a grown man? <laughs> <laughs> See now that that's something that like you know I was talking about it one time and and everybody because there's always that guy right so like that right now is my new favorite bit talking about that time. Because everybody had that. There was the chick with tits in sixth grade. You know, it was like those kids that were maturing when nobody else was. To hit on that. Now, if somebody's on stage talking about that, somebody's in the audience going, you know what? I thought of that before. Or I noticed that. That's what makes it a good joke. But that doesn't necessarily mean they would have presented it that way. Does that make any sense? Absolutely. You need to get on stage, man. You need to stop being a pussy and get out. <laughs> That's how <laughs> I got on go. stage the first time. Was, Someone was, told was, you to stop no, being a pussy. No, I'm serious, man. You need to. You need to put that at rest. I was friends with, with Bobby Lee. He was. I was working on Mad TV. He's just a production assistant. He's like, if you don't go on stage this Sunday night, I'm never going to speak to you again. Yeah. And then I went up on stage the first time. 
That's, oh. and, and well, Brent's likely to never speak to you again anyway, but no, no, no. Brent says do it. <laughs> no, go go out, man. You just don't, you know, don't don't be that guy. Don't, don't Wait, be so that. I, I want to know how you really get started. So you start doing like open mic nights and then what? People just start booking you? I'm, um, yeah, I want to know the process. That's exactly right. You go, yeah? you go up. Uh, then so if you you know people be like hey I got another room I got another room and you just keep getting up and keep getting up and okay then, then uh, uh, first of all I, I would suggest anybody don't wait too long to move to either L A or New York but you have to be in L A or New York in my opinion you know uh, because that's where all the opportunity is right you know? okay and then uh, uh, so then, yeah you just do open mics and then as you do other shows there's other comics with shows and then you do their shows and then. You know, and then so usually, like in LA, a lot of people usually come up to you after. Everything I got pretty much was always somebody coming up to me after a show going, Can I talk to you for a second? You know, and then, Hey, I, I want you to read for this or audition for this or that. But then, then, uh, I, you get a magic manager or agent and then they submit you. And, but that has nothing to do with being on the road. Like when you're headlining on the road, that's a whole other beast. Yeah. You know, like, uh, you, you got to be you got a minimum four, agent 45 minutes. 45 minutes strong. Yeah. Um, well, you know what? You, you only get one shot, man. Like some of these guys, unless you're a huge name, if you're a guy at my level where they hear you, like you come in, you got to deliver, man, because they won't book you again. Unless you're selling tickets, you know, because if you're selling tickets, you could suck ass. It don't matter. They're going to keep booking you until you, you're not selling tickets anymore. But if you're if you're like a guy that's in my area, like, uh, you know, where you're a headliner, but you're not, you, you know, because there's no hand, there's no... Middle class in my business. Right. You're either check to check, always working, or just fucking rolling in cash. There's no in between. You know what I mean? It's like that in anything. You know, same with this business. How do you like the lifestyle? I mean, you always you hear a lot about the road. You hear a lot about what that does to people. Do you do you like being on the road? Is it an issue for you? You don't drink. We just found out. So obviously yeah. the vices are are not nah, that tough on you. Uh, you know, um, yeah, I, I used to love it, man. I, I love it now. I just love doing comedy, but it does take its toll, man. I gained like about I gained about ten pounds. You know. I heard you have a girlfriend that's a Ford model, though. Is that true? Yeah, my girlfriend's uh, she models. So there you go. She doesn't care that you're ten pounds. <laughs> Did you win her own with comedy or with? <laughs> no, no. Um, I, I actually, uh, she was she's a civilian. I met her. Uh, met her through a friend. <laughs> but uh, uh, did you win her over with comedy though? She like because you're funny. No, nah, I just went just, up to. He's like, no, I'm really hot. <laughs> no, I just. <laughs> <laughs> hey, how you doing? No, I I, uh, I just went up to her and said, uh, you know, I think you think you're beautiful. You want to go out? Yeah, cool. That's that. Just gotta get up on stage. Well, a lot to learn from this guy. Yeah, there sure is. (laughs) No, I mean that's just that's just in life. You know, you go up to you just go for things. Oh no, I I don't really have a problem. See, that's why I don't understand why you're not you're not getting up, man. See, I I, I, to me I couldn't do that. It would bother. It would eat at me. It does eat at me. It does. But I I get pretty good paychecks from the other (laughs) job. You can do both, man. No, I can. I can absolutely do both. You can definitely do both. You have more time to do both than I do. I might as well gang up on you. What the hell? That's yeah, fine. come on. I don't disagree with anyone. I just get lazy when I'm home. I'm like, oh, wow, fucking Call of Duty 3 came out. <laughs> <laughs> I get distracted like that. Yeah. I mean, like if I'm writing, because uh, I, I write scripts, and um, I, I'm, I, was, I, I have to have the, the radio on or my iTunes on, right? And then um, I'll have a notepad here. And I'll be playing video games to, to, to focus on to to do the to do it, man. It's so hard. Sure. Then I'll write, I have to write it on paper. I can't type it in. So weird. <laughs> it's kind of a so it's, old it's, it's kind of a flawed system. It sounds like <laughs> no. It's all distractions, man. I need distractions in order to focus. And then it's it crazy. comes to you. 
Yeah, then it comes to me, man. It's 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 crazy, man. See, I don't have any of those like genius idiosyncrasies where like I would have the good interview later. People are like, oh, how do you do it? I'd be like, I sit at a computer and I stare at it until I write shit. I wouldn't be like, I have nine things. I don't have any of those genius idiosyncrasies. Yeah, you do. You're my I... boss at sixteen. What are you talking about? <laughs> you were the Doogie Howser of conference call USA. <laughs> You were cool as shit, though, man. Shit. You were a cool kid. Oh, thanks. Do you, you were, remember man. him for real? Yeah, of course. I he really? used to play sports, fuck girls, I and get in fights in high school. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, all Mostly all because of one or the other. I, I only did two. Uh, I didn't get laid. I didn't get laid in high school at all. I was like a fucking... Not even a kiss. Nah, I got, I got laid once, and then I didn't get laid again until I was like 18. But uh, Only once? Yeah, just one time. God, what is that like? Uh, I was... Fucking terrible. <laughs> no, it was. It was bad. I, I was horrible. I was like, I was obnoxious. I was always, you know, getting in trouble. And what? I would rather do stuff like, like I, I just, I, I was terrible with girls. But uh, <laughs> the other two, I was. And then I started getting laid at like twenty, twenty one, twenty two. Mm. See, I peaked at like sixteen. See, that was the thing. I peaked at everything. I was the manager of Conference Call USA. I was banging the eighteen-year-old secretary that worked there. You were at sixteen. Yeah, there was Good this. For you. Yeah, at, but then that's it. I'm telling you, after that, college could not get laid. Dude, I Only remember. Got ahead. I remember everybody there. I remember everybody. There. It's funny when you came up to me and you're like, "You remember me?" And I'm looking because you know you see so many faces. Then as soon as we started talking, I was like, fuck yeah, I remember you, man. (laughs) (laughs) Your ass fired me. No, he was. He was was a cool kid. It was like us and two uh, wannabe rappers. That was like the whole office at the time. And we would connect, you know, like the Taco Bell corporate conference call. Do you even know what it was or no? It was like a call center. It's the most antiquated shit ever when you think about it now. I used to fuck with people because you would come in and we had to monitor the, the phone calls, right? The conference call. So everybody was in a room asking. Remember when Larry Bird called in? Oh yeah, we had Larry Bird, Pat Riley. There was like yeah. an NBA conference call, yeah. And I also uh, and I remember the um, uh, uh, Charles Bronson calling in once too. Anyway, <laughs> Charles Bronson, yeah. wow. So I mean, it could be anywhere. So we would take these conference calls. But if I'm what it was is for my conference you're call. listening, you're listening, and then you could just open up and the mic would be open in case there was a problem. You could talk to people. <laughs> so if people were asking questions, I just remember I'd be like, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, they kind of, <laughs> like, you know, adding like, oh, come on. Like, you know, just kind of back and forth. Because we had to monitor it and then they would, dis- then they would tape record everything and we, we yeah. had to do it. But I would always did they ever, did a boss people. ever play back for you some shenanigans? No, I never, got, you I never got now, now, Brett. Only when you were talking about a woman. Right here in this one spot, it sounds kind of like you coming in and saying, yeah, yeah, yeah. Let me play it back for you. Well, I think that uh, fourth quarter, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. All right, well. Fourth but it was quarter. great. Like, you, you would just, I would always just pop in and just, you know, like, rah, 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 rah. You know, like, this crowd, I'll never like the crowd. You know, oh, like, I remember. So you could get like 50, 60 people trying to get a, a, a question in. It's almost like if, you, like if they had the podium and they were yelling. But they're all on, on phones, and uh, then I would cut people's mics off. <laughs> you could, you yeah. could mute lines. You could, you, you could mute yeah. lines. Like they'd be in the middle, and then, <laughs> and then they're like, we're, "We're having we're having a problem here." They're like, "Don't worry, I'm on it." <laughs> you know, I, I used to work in a movie theater too, and and I used to do the same thing when, with the projector would be running. Oh, there was bastard. a light. Yeah, there was a light that would read it, and if you could just take a little Q-tip in front of it, and it would it would cut it out. And I worked at like a lot of old people would come to that. Oh, so God. I would just be coming in and out like this, and it would be like, and then they just sitting there. <laughs> then after a while, like they would films today. Out. I didn't, there's crazy. something wrong with the film. <laughs> that's what. That's the best about. The old people would probably only complain no matter what you do the film. It's cold in here. That's all they did. That's the best about being a kid. You just jobs. Just you. You know. You don't give a fuck about your job. 
Unless you're a dude. Yeah. 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 I robbed rob every do. place I work for, too. You ever, you ever steal from... Or did you steal from the conference center? No. I mean, I would like leave in the middle of the day while I was getting paid to you know, buy pizzas and stuff. That's stealing, that, technically. That's time stealing, but you know, I'd watch Oz <laughs> on the weekends. I took, cassette, I took all the cassette tapes from there. Did what you like how-to yeah. cassette tapes? No, the uh, they have blank tapes. So you, like, uh, can record the calls. Honestly, you can make your mixtapes. This is all a ruse yeah. to hunt you down and find <laughs> you for those tapes. I, I made my mixtape. Yeah. My slow jam. That's how you now, got your Ford model girlfriend. Now we know what he was selling out of the trunk of his car in New York City. Making <laughs> 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 cassette tapes. Oh, man. What I would do if, to just have you have been my manager at 16 and I could be the stand-up comedian. Jesus Christ. Let's just switch places. You could be the manager of Conference Call USA right now. It would be like one of those movies with the body switch. <laughs> you get to be the manager at 16. Did you You'll clip, get laid. Did you clip anybody else there? Just the secretary? What's that? No, just, Yeah, just the secretary. There were some other ones, but they there all knew my age. There were some cute girls there. There were always hot girls there. Then They were always desperate for whatever. Jo- a job, most of all. Girls, you got paid like nine seventy five an hour to what work What benefits come, come uh, with banging the manager of uh, Conference Call It wasn't the manager. It was no, this, you were the manager. I was, oh, yeah. So like, what did you do for this oh, girl? Did you <laughs> Obviously not career. free cassette tapes. I'll give you like, calls hey, with ten people and more. You're like, guess what? Extra, give you the big calls. Extra cigarette break for you. <laughs> <laughs> Once a day. She was a fucking psycho. Whatever. She was 18. She right? was a, yeah. She, she was, was 18. 18 Everyone at 16. Yeah. Else, she was a psycho. Story yeah. checks out. But yeah. you had did, did you did you know her before? No. Or just you met her there? No. I had the worst bits that I would do. The worst like lines I would pull on her. Like they used to give. I uh, remember the. Uh, what was the name of the zoo down there? It wasn't the Miami Zoo. There was like some shit, uh, Lion Country Safari. Oh, yeah, Lion Country Safari, yeah. So the back of the Pepsi cans would say, you know, if you bring in two cans, you get two-for-one tickets at Lion Country Safari. And I'd walk up to her and be like, hey, you want to be my plus one? And I'd like bring up the two <laughs> The fucking dumbest shit. I love shit. that. I'm so sorry, she was so warped. She was so Dude. warped. <laughs> she <laughs> saw right through it and banged me anyway. It was just 16. Do you like me? Circle yes, no, or yeah, maybe. Yeah, exactly. I'll be back. The yeah. thing is, I find that at 30, that really works. But at 16, it didn't work at all. At 30, it works? Totally. With who? That totally because girls think it's like cute and like no. retro. Jackie, you're too young. <laughs> How old are you, yeah, Jackie? I'm 23. That's a great age. Yes, <laughs> for it what? is. That's strong. For what? <laughs> Being in your 20s is. Fun. I like my 30s best. Really, I just turned 30. I uh, are you 20, 30s? It'll be opposite for me really? though. Oh, yeah. 20 and 29 were awesome. I was afraid that 30. That's it. It's the beginning of the end. <laughs> That's with girls. No, you just have to join this cult where we all talk about how <laughs> 30s are better oh, okay. once you get there. Yeah, yeah you, 30s you got, are great. you got Kinda about like five, kids. six years left. Yeah, I'm going to... you got about 25. I'm, I'm peaking right now. <laughs> yeah, bro, what's great about your 30s is it the fact that you can... Well, you wouldn't know because you don't drink, but I have now... I used to be able to drink, like, a case of beer. Now I can have two beers, and then I can't sleep past 5.30 in the morning. Like, things <laughs> are not better at 30, necessarily. Uh, Physiologically, it's, I don't know. And when you get in your 30s... I mean, because women like men. They don't... I mean, they don't like kids. They don't like that boys. That is true. You know, and when you're in your 20s, like, I was a jerk-off, man. I really was. But as you get older, you're not a jerk-off anymore. And you just, I don't know, it's just... I'm becoming more of a jerk-off, <laughs> but I was way, way, way not jerk-offish <laughs> in my 20s. In, in my, when I was 12, I was cool as shit. <laughs> I so Brett, my <laughs> Brett, here's your choice. If you want to stick around, we're going to do this amazing bit that you will love where we call out people who are not funny in the world, but not in the way that you would think. You can stick around, hang out with us a little yeah, bit, man, or take I, off, whatever you want. All right, Brett, Brett is going to stick around. 45 minutes to get There you go. we got to take a quick break. 888-520-4374 is a t- uh, telephone number. 888-520-HUFF-SHOW. Us at HuffAndStaves.com is the email address. Get in your You're Not Funnies. Brett Ernst is sticking around. BrettErnst.com is his website. Back right after this with more of the Huff and Staves radio show.
Robin Stapes Radio Show on the Toad Hop Network here every Tuesday night, except for next Tuesday. I forgot to announce that. There will be no show next Tuesday because of uh, Thanksgiving week. We're going home, going to South Florida. Apparently, I'm going to go see Brett. Yeah, come down. Do his thing in uh, in Miami. You can Are check you really? him out. Yeah, I'm going to go see Brett. Uh, oh, that's going to be awesome. Yeah, I'm going to go down there in Miami. He's there from uh, November 25th to the 27th. I wish I could see Brad in Miami or had a family to spend Thanksgiving with. <laughs> you should come to my family. <laughs> really? Where's that happening? Florida. In Florida? <laughs> yeah, come down. <laughs> Man, what a bizarre story that would be for the show. <laughs> hey, Ma, we got a guest. <laughs> so I went to our, our uh, the guest on the radio show. I went to his family's house for Thanksgiving. <laughs> Let me tell you something. You'll eat like... Well, you're Italian. You yeah. Know. How do you know I was Italian? Because you said it earlier. Did I? Yeah. I mentioned yeah. it earlier. Oh, yeah. you mentioned it. Okay. Finding common ground in the early going, getting our sea legs in that interview. I was like, hey, he's Italian. You can always That's tell something like, to talk about. <laughs> well, I always say you can tell someone's Italian because they'll tell you within the first three words of meeting you. <laughs> <laughs> That's great. Uh, it's nice to meet you. I'm Italian, by the way. Just so you know. Just so you know, I'm, Ita- I'm Italian. Hey, that's a nice car. I'm Italian, so I know. Like, whatever it is, it's just you find a way to work it in this, into the conversation. I can't wait for Brett's next uh, stand-up when he gets up there and he goes, Yeah, so I met this jerk-off who won't get up on stage, but he had this great joke. No, I'm, I'm going to get you Italian. I'm going to get you up there. So Fuck this guy. So you ever notice if you're Italian that someone will tell you in the first three words that they're Italian? You can tell. He winks at you on his Comedy Central special. So got no beer, jerk-off. You can tell I'm Italian because I have hair in this general vicinity in my body. Uh, should we take a phone call? Brett wants us to have faith with the callers. Yeah, call in if they, like you said, you, you know, see what they want. See what the hell? Say. Let's do it. Huff Hello, what do you want? This. this better be good. <laughs> Hello. Hello? Yeah. Hi. Hi. Well, my grandson said that Frank is a, to the tweeter. All right. There you go. See? You know what I mean? <laughs> Yeah, but uh, that's all right. We didn't you didn't even let him get a, get the sentence out. Go. It was not. It was no. There was no grandfather there. That was somebody doing a voice, doing a bit. On right? to the We're next doing one. The bits. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> one right, calling in Listen, for, uh, you got to send a message. I'm Italian. I know. <laughs> 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 you got to send a message. Let them know. If Boom, they, they, drop they wanna, button. They don't have anything to hit you. Done. Boom. Send a message. Have you ever thought of just being a life coach if all else fails? He's like, this is how you work your fucking phones. This is what you do. You drop them. You get up on stage. You tell that telemarketer you're not interesting. <laughs> you don't have to sit through the show. You don't have to listen to that. <laughs> all right, 888-520-4374. It's time for There Should Be, or not There Should Be a Word for that. We're not going to do that. We're going to do You're Not Funny because we have a stand-up comedian here with us, Brett Ernst, bretternst.com. Brett, you're not funny. Is basically like you know the guy who, when you're walking back in with like four coffees for your coworkers, and the guy walks up and goes huh, and pretends to like knock it over into your chest. Uh, yeah. That guy, you're not funny. You're not we funny. ask people for you're their submissions funny. of the people out there in the world who are not funny. It's called you're not funny. You can call them in. Plenty of emails to do as well. So triple eight five two zero four three seven four. If you want to get yours in, I have one. There's a guy in my office who every time anyone Hold buzzes on a him, yeah. Before we do that, can you please play the bumper, Nick? For you're not funny. Oh, you have one. Yeah. Wow. It's low, so you may have to raise it up a little after you click play. Which one is that? <laughs> it's called Word uh-huh. for That Bumper. This isn't... Why are you playing this one? Are you forcing me to do... There should be a word for that right now? Word for that. That's it. There should be a word for that. That's not the bit we're doing. Oh, no, that's not it. I just wanted to make sure we got to play that. Okay, so <laughs> All right, great. Here's the All right, awesome. <laughs> great. All right, anyway, so anyway. there's a guy at my office who only uses the intercom when he gets buzzed by uh, other people in the office. He'll answer it, Domino's, oh, every time. God. He uh. gets buzzed by someone else who has like a call for him, Domino's, that guy. It was funny how many times? You're not funny. It was funny zero times. The first time he did it, this isn't funny. You're not funny. <laughs> what if he said, hello, Domino's? No. No? I say, you're not funny. 
What yeah, do you think? you're not. Funny. I, mean, I, 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 I hate that guy. I, it's so generic. It's, <laughs> it's the same joke over and over. I haven't even met him, but it's I like, hate him. It's like fucking Groundhog Day with those people. <laughs> <laughs> same shit over and over again. Uh, this guy James C submits to us on HuffingStapes.com. The more like guy. And he says, a friend of mine was telling me and another mate of ours about a laptop he recently purchased. Then the other guy says, more like crap top. <laughs> I mean, yeah, I mean. You got to laugh, it though. Depends, it depends how you're saying it, too. Like, if the guy is saying it with, like, no sense of irony whatsoever and just genuinely means more like crap top, like, that's really not funny. <laughs> but I'm a, I'm a kind of a big fan of the more like whatever. You like it? Yeah. Really? Like with a movie like title, yeah. Sometimes. I don't know if I like it. I wish you played this game about ten years ago or fifth when that knot when people used to do the knot. The knot <laughs> jokes. <laughs> oh, that guy! I want to always smack that guy. And in then face. Borat brought back knot jokes. Yeah, that was Borat, <laughs> and everyone was like, "Knot jokes are funny again." All right, Huffin Stapes, who's this? I'm only doing this because Brett said just. Oh no! Look at this. Now we have a phone screener. As soon as I go to fucking answer the phone. All right, uh, uh, we got one from uh, from Scott here. I like Scott. Uh, he says, hey, guys, love the new Toad Hop shows. There's a small movie theater chain called Warenberg Theaters in the Midwest that has an annoying promo for itself before every movie you see there. Basically, it's your typical movie theater ad, but at the end, a bunch of different voices take turns whispering, Warenberg, and different speakers all around you in the theater. This alone wouldn't be so bad, but every time I see a movie there, without fail, some schmuck in the audience decides to be the funny guy and whisper, Warenberg, again, after the <laughs> ad is over. I love that. <laughs> since you guys started this segment, I've had a terrible urge to yell, you're not funny to the person that does this, but I haven't worked up the courage to do so just yet, as I'm pretty sure it would make for a pretty awkward viewing experience. I can li- I'm sorry. I like that one. Uh, I, that's fucking awesome. I want to add on to Scott's. I hate the guy that when you're watching the movie trailer, and I'm not, maybe not to rent that one. <laughs> <laughs> There's almost no joke you can make in a movie theater at all that's funny anymore. I still like the, the Nick Swartzen when it looks really serious. And then right before the title, you just go, Boner Soup. <laughs> Nick's, yeah. Nick's 16. I think that's funny. I like Nick. Because I did it one time. Nick is an <laughs> example of a comedian who makes life funny. Yeah, Nick, Nick's, I was actually with him Sunday night. He was at the, uh, the, one of my funny, the funniest bits he does with the movie when he wants to put, like, like if he, he said if he did um, Lord of the Rings. He would have just put Mr. T in the credits just to fuck with people. <laughs> 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 Doing the names. Like, I forgot it was there. Like, Shh, uh, what's one of the people in Lord of the Rings? I, you're asking me like I've seen it. Yeah, like, uh, what's the kid's name? Like, Aniston. Like, Sean Aniston. Oh, Rudy. Yeah. And then all Sean of a sudden, Aniston was great Mr. Friends. T. So everybody's going to be like, Mr. T was in here? Who was it? <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Nick. I butchered your fucking material. Uh, <laughs> Uh, Mark says, let's see, you're not funny. Us at upinstapes.com. I feel like someone's holding, but now I can't fucking get them on because they're, they've been talking for two minutes to our call screener. What is going on out there? <laughs> you're still talking. Yeah, that's so bizarre. All right. He says, um, what's this? I have a submission that would work for either you're not funny or as a retirement. Inevitably at a basketball game, some fan will protest a referee's yes. call by saying, by yelling, go back to Foot Locker. In fairness, Whoever first thought of this line deserves some props. It's a clever observation, but now it is uh, played out. Go back to Foot Locker. I say, you're not funny. I'll tell you what else I hate. Uh, the, the fucking hipster kid that does the robot and thinks it's funny. 
like when it's everybody <laughs> like does at it, games? Like, oh wow, you do the robot. Like, have you ever see that people always or the lawnmower? The dance, sprinkler one, or really? The sprinkler. It's like, oh, come on, stop! You. You're not funny. You're stop. the guy doing the ironic dances. You're not funny. We all get it that that's what we used to do when we could had to cover up the fact that we couldn't dance and we felt horribly awkward out there. What do you mean used to? I still can't dance. Exactly, but I you don't feel the need to be like, dancer. oh my god, I'm so awkward in my own skin. I have to do the fucking shopping cart dance move right now. <laughs> Dude, no, you're not funny. I had a buddy of mine from New York that came out here and uh, he was in Silver Lake. And he, he wasn't, I mean, and honestly, there's hipsters in New York, but where he's from, like, from Bay Ridge, like, you know, they don't have hipsters. They're in Williamsburg, but they're not in, like, yeah. right. Bensonhurst, Bay right. Ridge. Yeah. So he goes, he couldn't understand it. He's like, uh, he's like, yeah, I was at this bar. And <laughs> he's like, God, I hate hipsters so much. All I want to do is hear, like, some Wapkini talk about hipsters. <laughs> Just go off. Dude, what true. is this? What no, do I miss? It's like, like I'm at this bar, right? And Footloose comes on the song, and all these fucking guys start dancing like it's a good song. Like they're like it's Footloose. It's like, I guess hipsters like Footloose. And he was like, what the, he couldn't believe it was going on. He's like, why are these? Right. And he's like, they're doing the it's, Footloose dance. It's so simple. Why do they like things that suck? It sucks. The Footloose dance fucking Hi- sucks. Hipsters irk me. Hipsters irk me to no end. It's like, all right, you yeah, got your little fucking mustache or your little mutton chops. You know, like, <laughs> I don't get it. And your scarf. suspenders. Well, here, you know, it's yeah. interesting. We got, we got called out this week, all right? So on our Twitter account, at HuffStapes, right? Hey, this guy, Randy. No, this guy goes... Uh, this guy, Norm415, because we were making fun of hipsters last week on the show, and we do this thing, this segment called Retirements, where we like retire things that are just old and we're fucking sick of them, and it's like, get rid of them. Yeah, well, see, to me, right? the Ed Hardy guy is the exact, it's like the, Repu- the, the, the Republican and the Democrat, to me, are the same thing. Even though they're different, right? The they're hipster the and the fucking Ed Hardy guy, same thing. Wow. Same thing. Really? Yeah, if, you, wow. if you have to dress, if you have to dress so people know what kind of music you listen to, or you're trying to be trendy, and you well, perform music you probably never to heard a group, anyway. <laughs> or it was popular in like '81. You know? So this guy Norman says, "I'd like to retire two hipsters bashing hipsters on their own show," and then he hashtagged it, called out. I am definitely not a hipster. I don't even really know what it is. I still don't know what a I hipster really is. I think we really both means. have hipster tendencies. I definitely Scott. don't. The way you dress. I would sometimes. say you more than Scott. I'm sorry. Dr- I'm okay. Okay. You have a husky wearing sunglasses on your T-shirt. I will admit it's. But the thing is, like, I refuse to buy ironic T-shirts. But this one was so dumb. I was like, oh my god, it's so dumb. It's like the stupidest husky thing I've ever seen. Cute. I had to get it. Anyway, I refuse um, to be called out for this. I'm not I don't a, hipster, think you're a hipster, and I don't think there's anything wrong with us calling him out on the show. We just did it again right now. So I think a hipster out. just called you out for. Well, being I, a I didn't know that you guys called out hipsters, so I called them out as a first timer. There yeah. you go. Yeah. I'm far <laughs> from a hipster, and yet he felt comfortable enough to say it around us. He couldn't have. Sense too much hipster in us. Yeah, I mean, and, and if you did, I still would have said it, but I, just, <laughs> I, I didn't sense it. What do you guys think about Levi's submission? He says, um, perfect example of the unfunny guy. Uh, first, he said Tyler Perry, but I don't know. He's got his own. <laughs> I mean, Tyler, Tyler Perry's got his the niche. number one earning entertainer this past year, okay? A guy made like $4 billion. Yeah, he is. He's like the second richest person on earth. So, anyway, whatever. Unfunny people in real life, how about everyone who does Chinese fire drills at a stoplight? It's good. Yeah. Except for, does this still happen? Yeah, I was going to say, I did that when in I was the like 1950s. 11. Is, <laughs> yeah. is this still a phenomenon? That's like a slumber party thing to do in sixth grade. It's more like a Chinese iPod drill where you like switch out. Like, I'm going to listen to my music now. Like, I don't really know if people are running around their cars anymore. What do you guys think of uh, Seth's here? Seth says a longtime listener, loves the Toad Hop Network. Uh, he's a bartender at a golf course and resort that puts on about 50 weddings a year. Every open bar event I do, I get at least three witty characters, point to the guy ahead of him in line and say, put that on my tab, or I got this one. 
please tell me it's okay to call these jokesters and cut-ups not funny. <laughs> definitely not funny. That's like grandpa jokes. Yeah. <laughs> you know? I, I gotta check, like, with the, I gotta check with the boss. You know, like, with the, when they're married. <laughs> hey, put that on my tab. Like, if you're old, it's endearing. If you're, like, in your 30s or 20s, you're right. a jerk-off. Yeah, it's just like, if you're, it's okay to not be funny. It's okay to be good at other stuff. But I you don't have to use the the shitty jokes that you think will work and, I like, did nudge once. the guy next to you. I did this once in Vegas. The guy standing outside of Madame Tussauds, like, trying to get people to come in. I ran up to him and went, oh, my God, you're so lifelike. <laughs> and I go, I just immediately stopped and went, how many times have you heard that today? And he's like, at least a hundred. And I was like, I'm so sorry. And just walked away. <laughs> <laughs> at least you were willing to admit it. I at felt terrible. <laughs> give it up. Aww. Let's go to, uh, what do we got here? We got a guy, we got uh, go KFC Frank calling out a specific person. Okay, go ahead. His ahead. name is Brad, and there's this guy at work. This mofo's bit is to walk around and jump right in front of you, in front of your face if you're sitting, and fart. Then he laughs oh, uncontrollably. He's the only one who laughs. He does it when you're on a call, when you're eating at lunch. It doesn't matter what you're doing. You're never safe. Keep in mind, this is the guy who calls himself the Brad. Oh. Tells me, hey, you get your ears lowered every time I get a haircut and asks me to bring him samples every time I announce I'm running out to the bank. And is the official office working hard or hardly working guy? Oh. Yes, Brad. You're not funny. No, not. <laughs> Brad needs to be killed. <laughs> <laughs> That's like this one guy I worked with at the mall. I would be talking to a customer, and he would come from behind me and kick the back of my knees. Yeah, you're not So bad. I'd fall on the customers. <laughs> yeah, it wasn't funny, <laughs> and it perplexing. hurt. And you're a chick. It doesn't go yeah. good with chicks. It's even worse. And yes. we had like class together, and I'd be like, you're an asshole. Yeah. It's not funny. I'll tell you what, I, I, it's not funny to me anymore. If I have to see one more commercial about bro code... Or man code. It's so oh my funny. <laughs> yeah. We retired. We retired, we retired that as well. Yeah, we retired man Putting anything. Putting man in front of anything, which no. is a little awkward. This because, is going to get awkward right now. Because we got invited yeah. to man giving here tomorrow. And, and I was like, Scott, I kind of mm. want to go oh, hang, so hang out with everybody. <laughs> <laughs> I kind of want to be a team player. And Scott's like, I know, but we retired man stuff. And I was like, I don't know what to do. They're having man you know, giving I, here tomorrow. There's going to be a keg. And, it's, yeah. just, it's enough already. Enough like, 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 you know, uh, uh, Hollywood's idea of, or whatever, of, of a male comedy is some grown man acting like a fucking juvenile delinquent. <laughs> you know what I mean? Or they always say, bro, I'm, you know. Which, I'm, by the way, is the logline of his latest script. A grown man acting like a fucking right. juvenile delinquent. <laughs> so annoying, man. It is. But uh, like anything with you, bro codes or, you know, where like, you know, like those beer commercials are terrible. Well, they're telling you how to act like a guy, and none of it's really anything. But it's, it's really so anything. hacky. Like, like men, oh, like we're all stupid. Like, we like chicken wings and beer. Like, we fucking invent everything. If you eat a... <laughs> you know what I mean? We've invented everything. If you YouTube or fucking Google, uh, even Google, we invented Google. <laughs> yeah. We invent fucking everything. Yeah, you can only vote because of us. We gave you the right. Suck it. <laughs> we invented the democratic system. <laughs> Held it back from people, then gave it to them. <laughs> we invented that, too. No, but I'm saying is that like it's just it's hacky anymore. You know, it's just hacky to me. It, retire it. Retire. There you go. Retire it. If you, if you get the job, yeah. Broco. Dude, we, you don't ask a guy to go to the bathroom with you. That's breaking bro code. Don't break bro code. <laughs> and it's funny because I did a bit. I did a bit on that on stage where I was actually saying there's things as a guy you shouldn't do, like you know when you, when you drop your buddy off at the end of the night. 
you don't wait to see if he gets in okay. Right. <laughs> <laughs> then I'm like, wait a minute, that's like the fucking bro code. So <laughs> yeah, retire that bit. That's showing up, that's showing up <laughs> on a beer commercial, though. You're definitely not getting royalties for that one. No. <laughs> They're just waiting for the right time. I wonder if Brett has forgotten yet about that one where the guy doesn't wait for the other guy to get, in, <laughs> get into his house. Because that's for sure showing up. I have a theory. I think those guys are in comedy clubs. I've seen so many commercials, like funny commercials, that are other comics' bits. Like the one with the ram, boom, that was a Dane Cook bit. When they fucking guy oh, the two the rams, ram. yeah. The guy hit the ram. And right. Brian Callen does this whole bit about like he, having I love an eagle. Brian he's, he's one of the, hands down, one of my favorite comedians, bro. He was in some movie where he recently killed, and he was like the only funny guy in the whole movie. I don't even want I don't. I hope I don't remember, because maybe there's other people involved that I shouldn't be insulting, but he was in something recently. I just died at his scene, and that was about so it. So you part. think they're stalking comedy clubs and stealing people's... It makes sense, because if they you're so be fucking back, funny, man. you wouldn't want to be an ad executive. Like, you'd want to have, a, you'd yeah, want to have totally. life and a soul. Dude, I, I, I think I, I, a lot of comics have that theory. You know, you'll see you'll see shit that you're like, wait a minute, isn't that a, that's somebody's bit, you know? And, uh, but that guy, the, the sailor guy that walks in with the parrot and he has all that stuff, like that's that could very well be... It's almost like a Brian Callen bit. Oh really? Having the fo- the hawk and Callen, his whole act by oh, the way. pet hawk, that yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> too. Uh, Callen's uh, uh, his whole act is about how awesome he is, and it's one of the funniest. Oh really? <laughs> you have to see. I don't it. think I've ever seen him do stand up. Oh I'm god, man! I, mean, it's, I, it's I worked for Matt TV for a long time, so I, oh yeah, I he was him. on the first two seasons. Yeah. Artie was on that too. Yep. Do you still talk to him? You work with him? In uh, I never worked with him. I met him a couple times. He's just as nice as everyone says Dude, he is. He's, he's fantastic. He's, he's such a gentleman, man. Yeah. He's, he's, he is, man. He's fucking phenomenal. Didn't we send him an iPod preloaded with our show we on it once? Because we, 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 oh, we never sent it? it. No. God damn it. See, right. I only talk about good things. Like, I, like, as a comic, you hear things, and the bad people, I, I will never talk about anybody else. But if, if good things, like, Artie is, he's... He's such a... Uh, I can't explain. Like, like, when I was in Cleveland, the limo driver... Uh, Captain Kirk, I'm shouting you out right now, uh, was telling me that, you know, Artie gave him three bills. Just take it, man. And he's like, this is too much. He's like, you probably earned it somewhere else. Don't worry about wow. it. Like, he's that type of dude. Yeah, I heard he just gives people the shirt off his back. Yeah, too. man, he's, he's a great guy, man. And he, you know, he's Italian. He's yeah. Italian. <laughs> yeah. You know why? Because he's Italian. You're Italians will just light code. money on fire. You will just light money well, on we, fire. Well, we do. We, take, we tip, man. We like to tip. You like to tip. I've yeah. seen your bit about bottle service. You, yeah. guys, will get, you guys will get some. I have, I have, I'm sure I've had a lot of bottle service on an Italian before. Oh, no, definitely. Because that's what us Jews do. We just come in, we just parade in behind you're the Jewish? Italians, we look somewhat you're... like you guys, and then we just walk in and we're like, yep, and then we fist pump with you. And <laughs> Wait a minute, you're yeah. Jewish? Yeah. He's out of here. Brett's gone. He's done. He's had enough. <laughs> that would be amazing. He's like, fuck this. He's like, I'm coming across as the most level-headed nice guy, but if you're a Jew, fuck this. Yeah, probably, probably not a good idea for an entertainer to... Uh... Wait, we all, that's, uh, well, in the, that's all it... We grew up around Jews That's and Italians. It. We very similar, very close. Everyone says that very similar, except for the fact that you guys blame us for killing Jesus. Aside from that, it's pretty no, no, much no. We, we killed Jesus together. Oh, we killed them together. You oh, okay. or, let that. the Romans take care of it. Yeah. It's, it's, okay, it's always been that way. Specifically Italians. It's actually the Baptists and the not the Catholics. They don't blame the Jews. They don't, we, you guys don't still blame the Jews? Never. Oh, it's, it oh was, Vatican it, Part Two doesn't blame the Jews. Vatican Part One blamed the Jews. No, Vatican, Vatican Part, two part One actually that. helped the Jews. Oh, really? Okay. Yeah, I don't see. I obviously don't know anything. The Pope. The Pope was. Was uh, was pretty uh, what you call? It? They were they were hand in hand. You know, it's three hundred fifty million, uh, three hundred fifty something thousand something Jews in Italy. Really? Yeah, there's like a big, you know, one of the bigger populations there. They're, but, all, uh, they're all waiting on that bottle service. Yeah, they're all waiting on it. They're all waiting for some <laughs> guinea to buy them. Uh, <laughs> 
right, triple eight five two zero four three seven four is the telephone number. Uh, Brett, where can people check you out? It's at Brett Ernst on Twitter. Yeah, BrettErnst.com. Brett with one T. B R E T E R N S T, like Ernst and Young. And my my father was uh, German. Okay. Because everybody goes, why you say you're Italian? No, it doesn't matter. <laughs> it doesn't matter how much. I'm only a quarter Italian, but that's what I am. When I, I, well, I was raised Italian. by my mother and her family. See? You know, that's, that's what I said. My dad's is. mom's side of the family that I was mostly brought up around. Yeah, same here, man. Uh, we had you know, on Christmas. We didn't have turkey. We had Brajol well, we, and Gavadil. We had the, we had the uh, you do the fishes at Christmas Eve? Seven fishes? That stopped right before I was born, I think they said. They stopped doing that. Did you ever see, uh, getting added on uh, this guy, I want to call it, it's not funny. <laughs> but just whatever you want to call it, the the Italian guy that has to pronounce. Oh like, yeah, yeah. The, I say, the, the 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 meal the the menu items like he speaks Italian. Yeah, mozzarella guy. guy, yeah, like that guy. Yeah. Let me get some galamad. It's like relax. <laughs> you don't speak Italian. That's why I said you go to Taco Bell and order the burrito supreme. <laughs> <laughs> Can I get a notch? But that guy, that guy's. I have a buddy. My buddy makes up words. To make him sound Italian. <laughs> like if you're like, hey, give me the address. Let me put it in the navigation. <laughs> it's like, dude, stop. Relax. Nah, fucking navigation. Just go on vacation. Anything with the H. Better than X is and H. <laughs> BrettHurts.com is his website. You can see Brett at the Punchline Comedy Club in San Francisco starting tomorrow night. Tomorrow night. November 15th. Through uh, Saturday the 19th. Then he's going back to the motherland, South Florida. South Florida will be at the Miami Improv that weekend. There you go. Yeah, November uh, 25th weekend. to the 27th. I'm angling for a free ticket. You're more, coming. More it's Jews done. picking on Italian. <laughs> uh, check out BrettErnst.com for tour dates. More tour dates. He's all over the place. Brett Ernst. Good to see you, buddy. Thanks for coming on the show. Hey, this is awesome. Thanks, boss. <laughs> <laughs> back after this is more Huff and Stapes. You're listening to Huff and Stapes. Network. 888-520-4374 is a telephone number. The reaction since we've been at Toad Hop has been awesome. The phone calls, I'm a little disappointed in our fans. I know it's late. I know it's later than you guys are used to. I know that a lot of you are listening at you know 5 o'clock in the morning in uh, the UK or you're on the East Coast and you have to work tomorrow. But, you know, give us a call. 888-520-4374. We'd you. love to hear from you. We were going to talk about, about <clears throat> You heard okay. what you What did you hear? Uh-huh. I don't know, something about how you just want to start without me anyway. That's interesting because we could hear you taking a dump. Yeah. Which <laughs> oh, really? was so nasty. Really? Mm-hmm. Like, yep. Scott wasn't taking a dump in there when he was in there for like eight minutes. You could hear me peeing. No, I couldn't at the end. I don't know. You I heard, heard you peeing, peeing, but it sounded like it was a covered <laughs> peeing. Yeah, like yeah the, you were just pouring something down the sink the whole time. No, no, no. I mean, no. like the penis mm-hmm. was down below the bowl. What? Like you were sitting on it. Does it have oh, a you're saying I was sitting? Yeah, I think you, you, you probably were taking a poop. 
You ever have to sit Jake? in the morning? You ever so tired and have so much pee that you sit anyways? Like a girl? The first time someone asked me that question, I was like, wow, that's so emasculating. And now I have to say, I do it. You do it, right? Yeah. You get up in the middle of the night and you're just like, shit, I'm going to sit. And you feel like such a bitch when you do it. It's so weird. It's such like a weird. Do you weird, really do that? Is that real or are you just I, it's, kidding? For me, the, the reason is twofold. Okay. Uh, yes, there is a laziness aspect to it. But a lot of times, I, especially, I don't want to turn the lights on and wake myself up. But if I don't turn the lights on, I don't know what direction it's shooting. Because mine mm-hmm. goes all over. Do you ever pee in between the uh, top of the bowl and like the the seat, and then the Many middle, times. like just pee right all over everything that's in between? It's like a pretty regular occurrence that I'm mopping up afterward. Let's take a phone call because I was just complaining. Triple eight five two zero four three seven four. The Huff and Stapes Radio Show on the Toad Hop Network. Hello, welcome to the show. What's up, fellas? Hey, hey, hi. And Jackie, hello. Yes, hello. Hi, who are we speaking with? Dad and Boise. Dad and Boise, what's up? Mm, how's Idaho? It's lovely this time of year. Mm-hmm. As usual. What can, uh, what can we do for you, Chad? You guys. I just want to call and support you because, uh, you know, some callers have been slacking this evening. Shit heads, I yeah. That was absolutely hilarious. I love that guy. Great. Um, first on uh, the, uh, the Wild West deal with ah. Vince Vaughn. That's but, awesome. Uh, yeah, I saw him first when I was his boss. When I was 16. Yeah, no, was you could say you literally <laughs> discovered him. I discovered veterans. I t- I'm telling you, he doesn't, he's acting like he doesn't remember because he doesn't want to give me my royalties. But he was doing bits in that cubicle. I swear to fucking God, he's doing a re- He's like, you know, you got the Ricky Light friend. <laughs> that was him. Seriously. And I was like, I was like, come on, bro. Come on, Brett. Let's get back to work. Did you work with Brett? Brett, we have conference calls to connect right now, sir. Brett, uh, your, break is, your break is over. Are you sure it was Brett and not uh, Bruno Kirby? Because that's who that... Uh, was the impersonation. Well, he yeah. does impersonations of other people that oh, sound okay. like that. He doesn't sound oh, okay. like that. I was doing. But that's like the uh-huh. Brett Ernst okay, voice. Yeah. Still in the yeah. garage. Chad, yeah. thank you so much for calling Thanks in. Thanks for the support. support. Yes, thank you. Anytime. Love you guys. Hey, Jackie Brick. Yes. Boot it, baby. I'm what? Boot it, he says. Oh, yeah. Boot it. Boot it. Thank you, Chad. Uh, I don't know why I'm yes. associated with that. Because I like to, the song so much. You used to hawk your wares with tooted and booted all the time. Hawk my wares. Here we go. Triple eight five two zero four three seven four. Hello, welcome to the Huffington Stapes Radio Program with Jackie Bray. <laughs> Hello. You're you there. You're on the. You are on the air. Caller. You're the only one. Good call. Hello. Hello. Hi. Yes. Hi. Hi. Who are we talking to? <laughs> you're on the air. You're live. Nuh-uh. Yeah, you're live with Huff and Stapes. Can this you believe it? Test. And Jackie. Yeah, thank you. Oh, I thought I was calling the Heidi and Frank show. I'm like way off. No, no, totally, no, totally. Yeah, no, no, That's next. We're the show. Oh, you know what's it's crazy? We're the show you have to talk to to make sure we what you have brought to say. back Frosty too, which is crazy. Frosty, Heidi, and Frank. Hello, welcome to the show. Um, we're the yeah, show. Right. Frosty. No, no, no. The thing is, we're a reunion of sorts tonight on the Frosty, <laughs> Heidi, and Frank show. We are kind of the, we're kind of the opening act for uh, Frank and Heidi. So what you do is you pitch us what you want to talk to them about. If it works here on this show, we send you through to, to Heidi and Frank. Mm-hmm. Takes a while, but it works. Frosty, Heidi, and Frank. What did you want to talk to Heidi and Frank about? We're I, I promise you we can do at least somewhat of a reasonable job about it. Oh, yeah? <laughs> okay, yeah. So, who's the host of this show, then? Uh, Scott Huff and Joe Stapleton. Ding, we got that correct. Okay, yeah. what else you got? <laughs> um, well, sorry I interrupted your Hold, How old no, am I? No. How old am I? I'm 30. <laughs> <laughs> what other questions do you oh, have? Oh, when us? are we on? We're on from 9 p.m. to 11 p.m. Pacific time every Tuesday night, and we are on the Huff and Stapes radio show, correct? <laughs> oh, correct. 
Okay. Except for when Frosty is filling in. Frosty, Friday, one, one. Why? What did you want to talk? What did you want to talk to uh, Heidi and Frank about, though? Um, I don't know. I thought I I thought this was like an old number. <laughs> you were just testing phone numbers for radio shows in the middle of the night. What's going on over there? You sound well, thought, you sound what so are you doing high on Tuesday night. Next time, calling John and Jeff. <laughs> I thought this was the um. Just so to like leave a voicemail, which I don't. Oh, you can leave a voicemail. Yeah, uh, you've reached it. the Heidi and Frank okay. voicemail line. Please leave a message after the beep. Boop. Oh, good for you. <laughs> You're good. Is this say... <laughs> oh, God. Uh, you know what's so weird is that this like talking to salesmen. This was just uh, you know this was a regular person's phone number and so many people started calling in about Heidi no. and Frank that we decided <laughs> to set up a radio to show. set up a yeah. radio show around it just mm-hmm. to intercept these calls. Okay, sweet. So uh, what's up, guys? What are you doing? <laughs> All right. Hey. All no, right. Hold on a second. Well, I still you want to know what, what if if I had Wait. answered the phone and be like, "Hey, it's the Frank show." What would you have said, <laughs> the Frank? I don't know. What? Okay, so. Are you on? Are you like live right? right yeah, now? we're live yeah, right now on the Tide Hop Network. Awesome. Correct. Yeah, that is awesome. awesome. We're Great one of the timing, we're right? one of the new shows. We're one of the new shows. We are called Huff and Stapes, and, uh, and we're here we're every here. Tuesday night. Yes, <laughs> right now. Unless live. you want to hear Frosty, Heidi, and Frank, in which case we can be that too. We're fine with that. Or yeah. it's basically the same setup. <laughs> one less chin. All right, homegirl. We appreciate the call. You can find us here every uh, Tuesday night. Give us a holler. Triple eight five two zero four three seven four is the telephone number you just called. Was I not Thank explaining you. myself? I don't think so. Up it's Dave. Who's this? You are on the air, sir. Whoever you are, you're on the air. Hello. Yes, hello. Hi. Hey, uh, this is Mike from Dallas. Mike in Dallas. What can we oh, do for you? Oh, Dallas sir? sounds so fun. Uh, yeah, it's pretty awesome. But not, is, it, not really. is everyone most eligible there? <laughs> yeah, it shows fucking crazy. I go to like, like half of the places there. They're all just as douchey as they sound. Oh, my God. Let's go hang out. <laughs> I got a, I got a question though. Uh, I know you guys had the comedian on earlier, uh, and I've been kind of contemplating like doing a little bit of stand up, but like I don't know how funny I am really. Like I think I'm funny as shit. Um, <laughs> Me too. My brothers do. I guess think I'm funny. You know. In all seriousness, hold on. You thinking you're funny is a good start. It's a start. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> well, right, right. I mean, but like maybe I'm an idiot. You know, maybe it's not that I'm not that smart. Well, with that attitude. Well, actually, you don't have to be smart to be funny. That's you for definitely sure. don't have to be smart to be a stand-up comic. The other thing I realized, too, is that a lot of my jokes are, are mainly either about masturbation or about blowjobs. It's okay. So I don't know if that, Are you a hot like chick? Because you have huh? a fucking career. I said, are you a hot chick? Because you have a career, Yeah, if you by could somehow be a hot chick and tell jokes <laughs> no, about masturbation no, no. and blowjobs, you'd be all set. No, unfortunately, I'm not very attractive at all. That's, that's another one of my downfalls. That's okay. That's like, no, that's actually good to be a stand-up comedian. And, and already, already divorced. Like, no one wants to laugh in an attractive guy. Wait, you're you're 25 years divorced? Yeah, no, wow. I'm 25 and just got divorced. Oh, 25 so and divorced, like, awesome. Oh, cool. I mean, it sounds like you have plenty of material to pull from. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that'd be pretty horrible. But I, I, I don't, I, I don't want to like uh, get on stage and find out that I'm not funny. That's the so, way to find I, out, I mean, buddy. You tell me with that. That is nothing you can do. Yeah, you just I have mean, to figure it out. Does it hold on? Does he mean literally a stage, or does he want to come on next week and do and do a minute and a half? Over oh, the, Jesus over the Christ. Phone. That never works, though, because we can't give them the prize. It's not like performing for an audience. Why don't you have them email? If you want to email us some of your material, maybe we'll even loop in some comedian friends. We'll send it off to to Brett in between his sets at a thousand places <laughs> around the country. He'll critique it. You know, who knows what we can do for him, but do you really want to put him out on It's never worked in the past when we've had people do stand-up. I don't know what well, I'm trying to compromise. I don't know what to, I don't know what to do. I don't know what to say. Do, do, do people who don't know you find you funny outside of... Uh, 
you know, like when you do you make the do you make the guy at the grocery store laugh, even though he's heard every joke possible, does he laugh? Occasionally, but like, that's the thing. Like you can't really tell, like you know, a dick joke to a guy you just met at a grocery store. It's like it's, it's kind of weird sometimes. I don't know. I think you, if you listen to, to anything Brett said, he said, "Do it. You just got to do it." I say you. <laughs> that's, yeah, yeah, exactly. That's the only way you can find out. But if you want to send us an email, or start a podcast. Your material, that's fine. Or start a podcast. Yeah, send us an email, buddy. Uh, us at huffinstapes dot com. We'll let you go. But uh, send us an email. And I think, but I, I personally think the only way you can figure it out is get out there and do it. But email us, and we'll look at your material for sure. Okay. Why the hell not? Okay, fine. All right, thanks. I've been right. listening for like three or four years, maybe five years since the poker day. So you guys are doing a great job. Is awesome. awesome. Is thanks, this, buddy. Did he give us their name? His name? It was yeah, someone it was, in Dallas. It was Chad, right? Chad. No, yeah, Chad. Mike. Mike. Yeah, Chad was another call. Whatever. Thank you, Mike. Thanks, 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 Mike Thanks and Dallas, thank you. Are we just not going to do the news? No, we, uh, yeah, I think it looks we're, like... We're how about we just do the round robin? Yeah, that's what I'm saying. We just do the round robin. All right, real story. quick, last call then. 888-520-4374. Hello, welcome to Offense Staves. Hey, I was wondering if I could get on the air to uh, give the uh, radio show host some props. Yes, hello, you're on the air. Sounds like Dom. You are live and on the air. <laughs> I'm on the air right now. You're live. You're on the air on Offense Staves. What's up? What's your name? I'm sorry about earlier in my grandson. No, anyways, you guys, man, I, I never heard you before. Uh, and uh, just some of the cross, you guys are killing it, man. This is my new favorite show right awesome. here. Awesome. Thanks, yeah. buddy. Yeah. That's what's, great. What's your name? My name is uh, Johnny D. from uh, Orange County, California. Woo, Orange County. Yeah, me, a friend <laughs> my boy from back in the day uh, lost my wife. Uh, to Frank? Because of his... Eighth annual birthday bash, but uh, you know it happens. Life rolls on. I'm sorry when you Wait, say you we, lost your wife. Oh my god, what does that mean? Yeah, what does that mean? When you, when you say lost, she she passed away, or you you're saying someone stole her at the birthday oh, bash? No, no, no. I I I, uh, I made a uh, mistake at the eighth annual birthday bash. I don't know if this is relevant to your guys' show. Or it's not. very relevant now. So relevant. Yeah. Well, my wife at the time was eight months pregnant. And so she was looking good. Mm-hmm. Yeah, she was. She was looking super fine. And uh, you know, I'm, you know, what I'm saying. And so, uh, you know, I went down in there and uh, got a little buzz because you know, theme of the show back in the day or whatever. This is that Frank's eighth birthday. I mean, that's crazy that they had alcohol there. I know he was eight years old. <laughs> eight years old. But uh, you know, so I met a nice lady and. Uh, we were hanging around at the stage, and uh, one thing led to another, and uh, now I have about a 600-square-foot apartment to myself. Oh, jeez. Well, that's good. <laughs> hey, but listen, you can podcast, you can listen to us. I just, it's not Kenny. I thought this was a prank call. He's this just is smoking all true. his cigarette, and he wants to know who This is, is Mike's yeah. real life, everybody. I know. Oh, Jesus. my God. Sorry. And now I'm interested. Jesus okay, Christ. And so... Uh, Johnny, I mean. This is Johnny's but you're real a, life. But you're a big... Uh, Toad Hop Network fan, then I guess you came across us. Well, I I, uh, I came across it uh, via Twitter. Oh, really? Yeah, and uh, from Frank, so I called the phone number. I, I actually thought I would be able to talk to him, which I was able to. And uh, so, yeah, man, just discovered you guys. And uh, wait, what happened with your wife? I left the room. Oh, he hooked up some girl yeah, and some was, thing, yeah. birthday thing. Frank was yeah, doing, yeah. and he's wasn't good. Yeah, he's now he's estranged. He's a yeah. stranger as well. Frank ruined my life. <laughs> oh, Christ. I gotta blame Frank. Yeah. Well, I'm yeah, glad. You, I, listen, I'm glad you found us, and hopefully, we can bring some uh, laughter into your life. Uh, you know, we all need it, buddy. So, just thanks keep for the, the volume call. down in that yeah. 600 square foot apartment. All 
All right, cool. Uh, yeah, hey, call anytime, buddy. Triple eight five two zero four three seven four. Thank you for the phone call. Uh, we certainly appreciate it. I think I'm I let him really go just now. Um, we can do the round robin in a second, but I really wanted to be wanted to get to. There should be a word for that, and we have plenty of time. If we okay. run a couple minutes over. I don't think it's the end of the world. Maybe it is. I don't know. I mean, last week. Who? Send us your query. It's our new dictionary called There Should Be a Word for That. Yes, our highest production value ever. <laughs> oh, man. Right there. Ew. Joe, take it away. There should be a word for that. It's really pretty, pretty simple, right? explanatory, yeah. It's just things that occur in life that there needs to be a word for. And uh, our most famous one is more locking, of course, which is when you smash two words together in your brain. Say two things. Like, uh, what was the one we got tweeted? I have to look it up. I'll look up the one that got tweeted. But, uh... You know, whatever. If you're looking for, you want to talk about the Bob Costas, Jerry Sandusky interview, and you you call it the Bob Kadusky. Yeah, you call you that's call him Bob Kadusky. That's, that's a more lock. That's more locking. And it all derives from, of course, last call with Carson Daly. He was interviewing Morgan Spurlock of uh, what was the name of that? Super Size Me. Super Size Me fame, and he called him. Morlock. All right, thanks. Was, oh, thank you very much, Morlock. <laughs> <laughs> and then Andy Richter, who was there with him on the, was one of the other guests, was like, "Did you just call him Morlock?" As they were going to commercial. So that's where <laughs> Morlock comes from. Joe, you had one this week. What do we need a word for? Uh, this word is actually submitted by a good friend of mine and another co-host, uh, Nick Welthall, who hosts some things with me overseas. Uh, hosts uh, poker stuff with me from time to time. He said there needs to be a word. For whenever someone is using every descriptive word or every adjective possible to describe a person other than the fact that they are black. When they are black. That's right. Uh, okay. He's a tall guy. He's got the collared shirt. Oh, the bespectacled gentleman with the uh, dimple chin. That's right. He's got a, he's got dimples. <laughs> you know, that, guy, that one with the dimple he's chin. He's got a freckle the, on his right the- cheek just below his eye. Uh, his earlobes so- hang right oh, the black they should. The black guy. The black guy. It's the black guy. <laughs> it's the black guy. It's the African-American gentleman because we're not racist. African-American here. gentleman, whatever. <laughs> I think it's perfectly fine to say a black guy. Most blacks Is that PC you to it. say that? To say I don't black know guy? I don't know. The black people I know are fine with being called black. Okay. I say you just gotta, you have to mute the B a little bit. It's like black guy. Oh, black. No, right. Black. Here's the other one. Right? Yeah. You have yeah, to say the black guy. guy. Yeah, the black, black guy. guy. Black guy. You say anyway. like the black guy. Like it's great. Like it's the greatest thing in the world. You have to say like the greatest guy. thing. Ever. Oh, the black guy. <laughs> the black guy. Uh, I always say like okay. this. You mean that black guy? <laughs> That's how I do he it. Goes, <laughs> the black <laughs> guy. I'll do this. Dad. You mean the, the black one? I'll do that one too. <laughs> Through gritted teeth. Not him. Black I think one? the word. I think the word for using any word possible to describe an African American gentleman <laughs> other than black. Should be called Afro evasive. That's right. You're being Afro evasive. <laughs> You're being Afro evasive right now. And I think so, are you being Afro evasive. I think that's just as bad as being anti-Afro as being Afro evasive. Yeah, it's almost sure. the same thing. Yeah, I think that's worse than saying some pretty nasty things to some Afro Americans. So this guy came up and said that he was. It was the guy in the sneakers and with the with the Volcom shirt on. And, the and pants. it turns out the guy was holding black. the giant jukebox to his ear <laughs> with the headband on and the chains. Oh, and the it black turns, ones. Turns <laughs> out, yeah, it turns out this was a black dude. The guy was totally being Afro evasive. So Afro evasive. So that's the new word when someone is just like yeah. putting you through the ringer, like the worst <laughs> game of guess who ever. Like you can't that question yeah. is off limits. You can't ask if Tom's you wearing say, glasses. No, you, you can't say is that. <laughs> Are you, are you looking at Eric right now? Is it Eric? You can't straight up. Oh, no. man. Yeah. They, okay, I was just playing that game. Is this glitchy? I you playing. were just playing Guess Who? No, it's, they have an app 
Oh, and really? They have, up? And they have like, okay, it's like a pair of glasses and then blonde, like it'll look like a blonde wig. And then it's literally just like a circle and a body and it's just like brown. Are you really? <laughs> I guess you. So you can be, you, you, wow, they are. Yeah. Oh, you can create the person you mean? No, no, no. It's like, black is, it, is, is it a black things. guy? They're not you Afro-Vasive. hit the little button and it's just, they just have a plain brown face. They're, I'm going to pull it up yeah, and show they're you. They're not Afro-Vasive. Pull that thing up. Yeah. So here's the one I want answered. Yeah. The weird dance you do when you're trying to get around someone in like a hallway or a street, it's like perfectly fucking choreographed. Like you, you walk step up, forward, you they go step right, backward. You go, yeah. You walk, you go to the right, they go to their left. Like you're just always in it's each like other's way. You can't get around each other. Just, ah, ah. It's like playing ah. a, 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 a pedentary version of rock, paper, scissors where you both keep choosing rock over and over and over again. Rock, rock, paper, paper. Scissors, scissors. It's, See, it's, in, the, it's in the time. bottom corner. Uh, before we get to that, if you want to pick African American, if you want to guess African American gentleman, it's look the at the guy bottom, no bottom left corner. It's just a brown mass. Look at that. That's how you get. No, the you, you, so you can't even pick it out. Look. Here's the thing, Joe. Oh, there's only these are the questions. Yeah. The question, yeah. Okay. Mustache, brown face. That's brown <laughs> face. It's Does absurd. he have a brown yeah. face? Yeah. Does he just have a brown? There's face? There's only three black people on here. That's right, but you see the category. That's not a. It's not a, a good question. question. Yeah. Pick your RSTs, LNs. There's no guy here. with a white face. That okay. phone is somewhat Afro-evasive, yeah. that, that app. A little yeah, bit. It's an Afro-evasive So the weird app. dance you do when you're trying to get around someone in a hallway or street, you just can't get around them. Eventually, you just either smash into each other or someone stops. Someone has to just stop. They finally do the move. Boom. Stop on a dime. You walk around them. You're like, I'm giving up first. What do you call that? What do you call it, Scott? No, you came up with the first one, which is great. I, I have the second one, and you're doing something else, apparently. So I was <laughs> trying to get the song. I, th- I say... We call that the Walkarena. <laughs> it's the dance that you do. You put the left arm out. You yeah, put I the put right it, arm yeah, out. You put the left foot forward, yeah, cross yeah. it. You try to get around each other. Hey, Walkarena. Hey, Walkarena. Hey, fucking dummy, fucking dummy, fucking dummy. Who taught um, you to walk? You stupid fucking dummy. Yep, exactly. <laughs> you go right. I'll go the other way. Hey, Walkarena. Hi. Right. And then I, the think, I think if you're doing it with a person who you're attracted to, because yes. this is the worst thing in the world if you like like someone like and some you're like sexual tension yeah, involved, at all. Yeah. It's called the Dumbada, the Forbidden mm. Dance. <laughs> I just hate it when people do that, <laughs> but, they, <laughs> but they put their hands out like they're trying to grab it. You're like, oh, oh. <laughs> you know, like, <laughs> what do I do? Because I think yeah. at that point yeah. there's nothing you and can do. And then I just do. feel like they're just trying to kidnap me. It's the Dumbada, right. And so yeah. they're so uncomfortable. I think what they're actually you trying to do. I'm going, like, but I'm going <laughs> to grab your boobs. I don't know the dumb data, so I'm going to do the shopping cart. Yeah. Yeah. Shut yeah. up, bring it back. Right there, call oh. back. Okay. So the Wakarena, the Dumbada, and Afro-Evasive. Can I do the damn news? We can do one news story, but this guy really wants to talk, so... Oh, that's real right, It's Jackie Ray with the news. Day. Thank the you. The only day that matters for news. And now, up in stakes, news with Jackie Ray. <laughs> Well, who knew that we were going to have a fucking uh, like amazing guest who was going to stick with us yeah. for an hour that we weren't, weren't even going to get Usually to the news? Usually they can't wait to get out of here. <laughs> we, didn't get to, we, had, we had this week in awkwardness we didn't get to. Oh, fuck. We didn't Shit. get to talk about the long-distance okay. relationship I'm having with one of the strippers from Nick's bachelor party. Long-distance works. <laughs> and now they're going to have to wait two weeks because there's no show next week. That's Aww. so sad. Okay, well, there's a I new... I probably won't be with her anymore by then. I'm just going to let you guys know. <laughs> we'll have a whole other segment. I probably will have moved on. <laughs> Okay, well, there is a new level of fraud. Pets are being killed for the insurance money. Insurance fraud has reached a new Why level in the UK. Why is this even a thing, by the way? Because you can get 
pet insurance now. I get car it if your pet is sick, right? But life insurance exists to protect people if you're like the breadwinner in your family. Like, if your dog dies, like, who's going to get my paper for me in the morning? I need to be compensated. No, you can get car insurance now that protects your dog if it's in the car. If you get in a car accident, you're going to get it. If you have a I show dog, then, by that rationale, if you have a show dog that's earning money, you should be able to insure a show that, dog. Oh, my yes. God. I should yeah. insure Baxter. Baxter is not a show dog. I promise you that. He looks like one. Just because he watches television doesn't make him a show dog. But he's Just so Just because he pretty. shows you the red thing doesn't mean he's a show dog. <laughs> I know. We don't talk about the lipstick on here. I will punch someone no if they call lipstick. it the lipstick. I'll fucking hit you. Okay, Do not well, call it the lipstick. Okay, well, last year, $3 million was collected in pet insurance compared to $667,000 in 2009. So in last year, 2.3 million cats and dogs were insured, and um, experts are... Yeah, so people just like kill their animals so they they're can now, collect the money. They're they're taking out insurance policies and then killing them like a fucking nineteen forties film yeah. noir. They're making they're staging fake accidents. What would that be called? Oh, double Double and Dogmity. Double and Dogmity. Oh it's so sad. <laughs> it's this really story sad. kills you. The postman always bites it makes twice. me really sad. <laughs> he always gets bit twice. Uh, yeah. God, okay, well there's a new level of fraud. Pets are being killed for the insurance money. Now, every once in a while, there comes along a news story that is replete with comedic chestnuts. And when such a story comes along, it is Scott and mine's jobs to pick it completely bare of these chestnuts. And in doing so, we must have our news story round Robin joke off. I'm going to start it off here. Pets are getting killed for insurance money. All state is really regretting their decision to allow cat owners to insure all nine lives. <laughs> People killing their pets for the insurance money. Apparently, this has put out of business the number one doggy insurer, Blue Cross Blue's Clues. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, that guy is real creepy. (laughs) Pets are getting killed for insurance money. The companies began to suspect when the most common cause of pet death was alcohol and Vicodin. (laughs) (laughs) People killing their pets for the insurance money. It's like Bob Barker always used to say, have your pets later murdered. (laughs) <laughs> the price is right. I think you misheard that. I'm pretty sure it's oh, not what he said. What show are you listening to? Pets are getting killed for insurance <laughs> money. <laughs> Pet, pets are getting killed for insurance money. It's more normal than the reason why most people kill animals, which is to get a boner. <laughs> That's so funny. How did they do that? I'm not the one doing it. Oh, oh God. this makes me sad. Uh, people killing their pets for the insurance money. Apparently, they don't pay on goldfish, so insuring them is like flushing money down the toilet. <laughs> you know that, oh, because that's how they die. You know that Frank put his dog down, like, last week? Which one? Montana, the really skinny one. Oh, oh my God, oh, do, you th- do you think that I was pulling oh, that are You, you <laughs> are terrible. <laughs> we survived the great creature somebody get, thing of last somebody week. Somebody get Banachek on the case right now. Banachek's going to come in. He's gonna, he will investigate this insurance. I have to ask. I'm nervous. Yeah. God. It's in the news, Scott. I think you better <laughs> stick around another hour or so after the show's over before driving home. You're going to just kicked off campus. Whatever. That was funny. Good job, got, Jackie. Thank you. Thank I got a couple you. more. I got a couple more. Okay, go ahead. Do them. Pets are getting killed for insurance money. At least Michael Vick will have money coming in while he's injured. <laughs> <laughs> I love that you knew that Michael Vick was injured. So I thought that. And finally, pets are getting killed for insurance money. Sure, they said Old Yeller had rabies, but I'm pretty sure next week they got a laser disc player. <laughs> the next week. Damn it! I blew it. Wait, let me do it one more time just for the real. Do it. <laughs> Sure they, s- sure, they said Old Yeller had rabies, but I'm pretty sure the next week they got a Laserdisc player. <laughs> yes. Some more editing to be done. Okay. <laughs> yeah.
And, you know, there was breaking news tonight that um, apparently having sex with animals causes penis cancer. It's like everything that's that? fun is bad for you. It's like ridiculous. <laughs> like, can we have one thing, please? I bet it's actually the opposite. I bet it's like it gives you superpowers. It's like, right. like, like, like the nuns would tell you that, you know... Swallow, you know, putting a penis in your mouth would give you throat cancer. No, they would say no. like masturbating would make yeah. you go blind. Give you yeah, any exactly. Problems. No. In fact, masturbating is the best thing ever. Yeah, like what no, if you, if you fuck a horse, that... you get three hundred horsepower. <laughs> didn't they used to say For that sure. if girls like masturbated, then they would just become really stupid because it would take up all their brain power? Because girls sure. care. <laughs> whatever, whatever lies. <laughs> in a class. Lots of girls, lots more girls are masturbating than they let on. I think based on that theory. <laughs> and also, penis cancer? Is that supposed to scare people? It is like the 103rd most deadly form of cancer. You don't hear about a lot of penis cancer deaths. But yeah, you because really there's care? not a lot of people fucking animals. Oh, you don't think so? There I mean, was some I... survey, according to the Unicorn Lord, that 30% of people <laughs> live in the rural Midwest have fucked an animal. So oh my I don't God, know. why does he know that? Well, if there was one person that would know, it would be him. This is unfortunate that we have to go, because this could have been even this could have been even better. So we can't do four-hour shows anymore. Yeah. Damn it, getting on the phone at a reasonable hour. Stop making fun of our boss's yeah, pet put-downs. Yeah, that's horrible. Puts his dog down, and you're like, let's have a laugh is about gonna, it. Is he going to punch me this in the face? This is good for a lark. <laughs> this is hilarious. Also, um, I, I need to do this before we go. It'll take two seconds. Sorry, guys out there. I know we're about to get cut off any second by the uh, Knox Solutions people, but there was another call-out on Twitter that I just had to point out. A guy wrote in saying um, that... Joe, do we move that to the bottom? Oh, there it is. Yeah. I'm sure someone called you out already, but Joe Paterno wasn't a child rapist. It was his old assistant coach, Sandusky, called out. Or no, facts. He hashtag facts. facts. We never, if you go back and listen to the show, we never said that Joe Paterno raped kids. Uh, we know it's Jerry Sandusky. And no, we, we just, said he was supportive of child right. rape. Whatever it was, that he didn't do anything about it, which, by the way, mm-hmm. is pretty much the common thing. And by the way, if you're going to tweet at someone about the whole Joe, Joe Paterno, Jerry Sandusky thing, just know going into it that you can't win. <laughs> We're on the side of not raping kids. Right. And you're basically, by doing anything in that realm, than on the side of raping kids, you're on the side of raping kids. You just sided with child rapists. So you lose. Ooh. You lose. We win. You can't win. We are we are anti-child rape. You are pro-child rape. You can't win. You can't do it. So, facts. Terrible people. Hashtag it. Hashtag it. Facts. 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 Why do you go up like that at the end? Why do we do this? Yeah, I don't like that you end like that. This is going to be a flourish. You're cupping the hashtag. No, it's going to be a flourish. Hashtag. Makes my arm hurt. Wanted to mention real quick that Lewis couldn't make it tonight. He was sick under the weather. Big <laughs> shout out to you if you're watching tonight at home, Lewis. Lewis. We do miss you. We didn't mention him. Uh, big ups to Pat for hooking it up on the ones and twos out there on the video. And, of course, Nick inside. Thank you, Nick and Pat. On the uh, threes and fours. So get better. Lewis, get better, buddy. Good call. Get well. <laughs> get well soon. We want you to get well. Let's take it to the bridge. We're out of here. Uh, until the week after Thanksgiving. Joe, you'll be here for one more episode before you have to go away for a week, I right? shall not. You shall not. Okay, this is the last time you hear from Joe Stapleton for two weeks. And then three weeks. Three weeks. Okay, three well, weeks. Well, the week we have off and then two okay. weeks after. Okay. Uh, hopefully, Asterios Coconuts or Kevin Klein will come in. I'll find someone. He's doing Big thanks to Brett Ernst for coming on the show. Really Good fun trip, to have man. him. BrettErnst.com, at Brett Ernst on Twitter. And check him out at the... Uh, in San Francisco coming up this weekend and then at the uh, Miami Improv the week after that. It's a lot uh, of travel. BrettErnst.com is uh, where you can find him. That's where all the tour dates are. I'm sure I butchered the names of the players. like the comedy punchline jump-off stop, but uh, <laughs> I give a lot of plugs. So go over to BrettErnst.com if you want to check him out. Uh, so thanks to Brett. 
what else? What else we got to do here? What else have to thank? The Toad Hop guys, thank you for not kicking us out of here. If you want to uh, tune in tomorrow night, it is uh, Mansgiving. Man-gi- Mangiving. Mangiving. We're going to try to make it out tomorrow. I know Joe's almost definite to make it. Yeah. I'm going to give it a shot. Uh, you can email us in the interim, us at huffandstapes.com. Enjoy your Thanksgiving at HuffStapes. Toad Hop Network is at Toad Hop Network. There's no excuse if you're following us not to follow them. Facebook.com slash Toad Hop Network and Facebook.com slash HuffandStapes. Big thanks once again to Pat, to Lewis at home, to Nick on the ones and twos, Jackie Bray, our news girl, at Thanks. Jackie Bray on Twitter. I am at Scott B. Huff saying goodnight from Los Angeles. Joe Stapleton at 2 Joe on Twitter has one thing left to say. Smell you later!